Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Free For All Podcast, your source for all things geek. I'm your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, Josh Barnett. Opinions. Trey Elliott. Yep. And Chuck Nally. Hello. And hello to our YouTube watchers. Why are you creeping us out over there, man? I'm not creeping out anybody. <laughs> no, you're That's creeping us out. Pretty much everybody. It's weird, <laughs> Oh, God. <man>. Oh, no. <laughs> That's worse than the new Pennywise. Is that how you tried out for your audition? No wonder you got sick. <laughs> Indignant British boy forever. <laughs> Did Boone try out? No. Did oh, you try out for a walrus? <laughs> <laughs> Has Boone ever beat you out for a role? Uh, no, he's beat me for an award before. Oh, we know. You were bitter. <laughs> you were salty. I was a little salty. You were not a happy man. If it were for like a different role that he did, I think I'd be okay. And shortest scarf. Right. I mean, you can't I mean, beat him in that. To be fair, he has that game on lock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the short scarf yes. awards. Yeah. He's rocking that game. <laughs> Trey, thoughts? Short scarves. Boone wears them. You are pretty quiet last podcast. I was listening. I was I was like, like, Trey hasn't spoken in like 20 minutes. Oh, well. I was just <laughs> taking it all in. And then you would have like a heated argument with Josh and then go silent again. <laughs> I was saving up my energy for this dumbass. <laughs> what did we fight about again? There were many, many things last week. There was week. one in particular. Oh, injustice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm right. There was injustice. And then there was this weird argument between you two because you were trying to do that stupid sandwich thing about hot dogs. And <laughs> you brought up conjoined twins. Oh, yeah. Chicken <laughs> was salty as shit last week. And I agreed with your argument. And I was like, this is a horrible analogy. <laughs> conjoined twins are two people. Uh, oh, and mean, not a sandwich. So, you know, go, <laughs> yeah, definitely not a sandwich. So, go, I disagree. Go watch last week's video because it's great. Maybe not our finest moment, but still. Well, how you guys doing? Good. Pretty good. I'm not as salty as last week, I don't think. I'll be the judge of that, sir. Uh, that's fair. Fuck you. So good. <laughs> all right. So somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Liking this. Like all, we got the whole spectrum here of salty. Uh, that pork sandwich I had earlier salty. was salty. Yeah, the spectrum of salt sounds awful. It sounds like the world's worst wrestler. Or wrestling move, maybe. You're Jewish. Don't you like salty things? I, Isn't that a thing? I mean, I don't have to be Jewish <laughs> to enjoy a good salting. What? I don't know. A good salting? Yeah. Is it, what, it, what is a salting? A salting of meat. You know, it's where you sprinkle some salt on Is that where you shit? just, like, punch the shit out of a brisket or something? Yeah, man. Josh is <laughs> just in his kitchen like, it's time for the salting. Sprinkle some salt. Sprinkle doom, some cohe. I do just throw shit everywhere. In variations of sprinkling, yes. And now the time of the pepper. Oh, Variables of Sprinkles sounds like a pretty good album to me. Band name called it. No. <laughs> uh, well, let's just jump into it. We've had a lot going on. Shit's gone down. It has gone down. D23 has happened since we've been on last time. Oh, God, it has. The Emmy nominations have happened. Holy fuck. Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con has happened. Uh, so there's some news. There's going to be a lot that you probably know about that we're not going to cover. That's because I fucking cut it. <laughs> so get over it. He'll cut a bitch. There's so much. Uh, just so you know, we are, uh, for podcast listeners and for YouTube watchers, uh, we are doing a separate show for uh, all of the Comic-Con trailers. Comic-Con news will be on this show um, coming up soon. But, uh, yeah, well, there will be a separate video, separate podcast uh, as we go over the trailers. How distracting is it in the video when I keep me mugging to the camera? I don't ever look at you. That's fair. Nobody <laughs> does. That's why I do it. 
I look at myself and I'm like, I'm either like, I look pretty good right there. I'm like, God. No, 100 percent of the time <laughs> I look at myself. I'm like, God, I need to lose weight. Just 100 percent. I'm down 10 pounds. I'm you're happy. Hidden, you're <laughs> hidden behind like the mound of shit. Why do you here. think I have so much shit in front of me? <laughs> I'm just saying I'm exposed. Pikachu <laughs> is extra large. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Pikachu? I thought that was the Hindenburg. Yeah, it's, it's a yellow whale. That's what it is. <laughs> we need to lose weight. As if a, Free as Willy a was a Pokemon. <laughs> we should do like a weight loss competition I between all this. of us. See, I, I, don't, I know you don't I listen don't to me. Listen. I get it. <laughs> if you really did say this, I truly don't remember this. I did. Well, all Who right, are you then. again? Shut up. <laughs> When did we get a fourth? Somebody, oh, I was the third. <laughs> Actually, technically, you I was the, the first, you assholes. Yeah, I joined you two. Uh, my idea, Matt Lewis tried to steal it, then he talked about Hulk dogs, and we kicked him off the show. It's a true story. It all checks out. That's I used to feel bad about that. Now I, I feel fucking great about it. I still feel bad about it. I'm not going to lie. I don't. Not even a little bit. Fuck that dude. <laughs> I sat there while you were talking right. to him, and he looked over at me, and I was like, I don't even know you. <laughs> oh, man. That guy was one of my best friends for a little while, and I feel bad. Maybe he's watching. Probably not. Probably not. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, well, that goes into Hey Who Died. Uh, Josh, this one hits home for you. Uh, it, to be completely serious, because I know what this will be like for me, uh, you wanted me to mention, and we all feel it, uh, one of our biggest fans and Josh's girlfriend, uh, Mary, her cat passed away. Yeah. What's um, your cat's name? Rio. Rio. Yes. Like the movie. Well, no. Not named after the movie. More like she dances in the sand. Okay. I prefer to go to the Duran Duran style. That's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, so this podcast has like given me a lot of shit that I, I love, right? A lot of things that I just absolutely um, couldn't live without at this point in my life. Uh, it's the thing I look forward to most every week, coming and hanging out with my friends, giving me my, you know, three of my best friends in the world. Uh, but most importantly and biggest in my life is Mary. She's uh, the best thing that's ever happened to me, and I love her a lot. Um, you know, some people don't understand it. Some people don't really have that attachment. But for a lot of people, pets are our family. Oh, I'll be um, a wreck when Betty dies. Yeah, and, you know, we live in a world in which uh, your cat avoids me at all costs. Chuck, your cat avoids me unless it's really hot and nobody else is in the house, and then she comes and hangs out. Um, really only two cats, which is Brittany's cat, the one that lives at Trey's house that he um, hates, and Mary's cat has ever like been. I don't hate that cat. Yeah, you do. I just mildly despise it. <laughs> um, has ever like just like been like very warm and welcome, and Barry does too. But I think that's now because he's fat. Brittany joined right when I said that. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, she was really torn up about it. I talked to her today. She's feeling much better. But it is like it is it's absolutely hard, losing a family member. Um, that cat was like really relaxed. She was an indoor outdoor cat. Mm -hmm. um, I know I mentioned I think a little while ago that you know she had to put sunscreen on her ears because she was worried about cancer. She did get cancer in both the ears and nose. Yeah. Um, had to have her ears removed. So it was not an Damn. easy ending. I've heard of that before. Yeah, it's it's rough. Um, so she's, you know, I, I, I wanted to just say something because it does make me make me really sad. Cause no, yeah, that's that's completely fair. Sorry, Mary. Yeah. Sorry. Rio will that be sucks. missed. Yeah. Uh, Cheers. Cool oh, yeah. oh, yeah. A toast. Rio. <laughs> As well as Martin Landau. 
Well, that's one way to transition. But he also died. <laughs> he did. He's Oscar like, winner Martin Landau. The man who man, was like 89. No, dude. He <laughs> right? Looked, Holy shit. Not the most common response to Martin Landau died. Wasn't he <laughs> not even 80? <laughs> no, he was 80. God, okay, he was 80 he, when he was born. That's what I'm saying. He's looked 89 forever. I like. I wasn't sure he was alive when he won the Oscar for Ed Wood. That was oh, bullshit, man. by the way. It was bullshit. Yeah, he won over Gary Sinise, <laughs> Sam Jackson, and Morgan Freeman. Then you were stacked. And they got one for not, Ed Wood. I mean, he will be missed, but fuck him. He should have won. Not everybody I mean, understands this, but um, to a lot of people, really old white guys are like family. And so when they die, it's really upsetting. That's where I'm at. He has some big-ass lips. <laughs> I'm just going to say it, man. It was the distracting feature on the man's face. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. There's some things you just don't have to point no, out. No, you got to point it out. Some people are going to say some mean shit about me when I die. Let's just go ahead and put it out there right now. Mostly the people at this table. Yeah. People I just called my you're best friend. You're going to get roasted at your funeral. I really just a thought heads up. that you were going to say my two best friends and Chuck. <laughs> you're not quite there on the hate scale yet, Chuck. Uh -oh. oh, shit. You're never going to be number one. you got one. work to do, brother. You're never going to be top ten. John hey, Hurd once it. left a kid at home alone. He's finally died for it. Oh, God. <laughs> he did it twice. See, the statement... <laughs> <laughs> the statement I made is he'll never get to uh, repent for that sin. Uh, I don't. He was in other stuff. I know I've seen him before, but obviously he's known as Kevin McAllister's father. Yeah. Uh, and I joke, but that's obviously anytime someone passes away, it's sad. But uh, uh, he passed away. I don't have his age. Um, uh, he was like seventy three or yeah, something. Yeah, he was like older. He was than older, what he looked. Sure. And then uh, another really old man, uh, George A. Romero, died. Yeah, he How was also he? like seventy seven. I want to say. Romero? Yeah. No, he was like almost 90. Was he? Yeah. Holy shit. That dude's old as fuck. I mean, or he was. is the godfather no, he, of all things already. zombie. <laughs> it is I his mean, thing. Yeah. Yes, if you are a current fan of Walking Dead or anything zombie, you should... Chances are, you are. Yeah, so thank this man, because the reason any of it exists is because of George A. Romero. Yeah. Can you go um, back and watch any of that black and white stuff? Yeah. It's Not, interesting. Like Night of the yeah. Living Dead and all yeah. that? Yeah. The Night of the Living Dead's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Um, Kevin, uh, I, I the know. First I, one? Like in retrospect, yeah, it's not a good movie. We went to a Rift Tracks of it. Yeah, the oh, yeah? Rift Tracks yeah. of it oh, is I'm amazing. I that one. Um, but I mean, I know I quote Kevin Smith in Hollywood Babylon frequently on this show, but, you know, he, uh, he said it best. Like, Romero created a visual narrative that never existed before. Zombies dragging mm. their feet, arms out, uh, moving slowly. That never was a thing before he came around. He no, yeah, literally he created, created that. that genre. Um, it's, it's amazing. And he actually, like, he was talking about subconsciously he kind of was okay with making Clerks a black and white movie because it was proven that that could be a monster success in in a movie like Night of the Living Dead. Um, and, you know, you know, like Gone with the Wind and stuff like that. Well, but, but an independent know, movie. color. An independent movie in <laughs> the age of my color heyday. cinema. <laughs> the um, talkies. But, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely really sad. It is sad. He so was in the middle of that Road of the Dead, right? Yeah. The Mad Max-type zombie movie. Yeah. <laughs> They can do that without him. It's okay. Yeah, that's fair. So R.I.P. to all. Trailers. Oh, there was one more. Who? Chester. Oh, God. I forgot to write him down because he's not on, like, movie. Yeah. Side. Yeah, Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. This one hit me hard. Like It fucking sucks, man. Dude, I am like... I was a huge Lincoln Park fan back in the day, and I have no hate. I had no hate for their music now. They just kind of grew out of it, I guess. Yeah. 
but yeah, bands do that. But I mean, yeah. I've seen, I saw them live. Uh, it was a it's, big deal. It's one of my big regrets. They're one of the bands that I'll never get to see. I mean, I, there may be some you know iteration of them in the future that has some. And I still really like like Mike Shinoda's like, um, solo stuff that he does. Yeah, Fort Minor and stuff. Yeah. yeah, but like for me, like I I said this on Facebook. I never once you know felt bad or had shame the way that some people do in terms of liking their music. One of my favorite parts about that band is you how much unabashedly they, love Limp Biscuit still. You're damn right I do. You have no shame. Um, but like one of my favorite things is how much that band has evolved throughout the years. Like I, no two albums sound remotely alike. Like even Meteora, which is loved as much as Hybrid Theory, sounds completely different. It's a more electronic sound than Hybrid Theory, which was more of a new metal sound. Um, God, those two albums though, they're fantastic. Were massive, and I loved them. Yeah, I mean, it was like my high school senior year was like Hybrid Theory was the soundtrack to that year. And yeah, man. They've been going for almost twenty years at this point now. It's it's really sad. What was he? Thirty nine or forty one? Like he was forty one. He had six kids with two different um, wives, yeah. and um, he took his own life on Chris Cornell's birthday. Who took his own After life? After hun- he hung himself um, earlier yeah. this year, and they were very good friends. I mean, it's it's just absolutely tragic. And I know everybody's shared the suicide hotline um, since it happened, but um, you know, I've listened to a lot of their music in the last couple of days, and man. It's th- the internet is a wonderful place. It's also a it's shitty, a horrible place. place. True story. The stuff that's all after that. Well, somebody, like, um, you know, my, Rob's friend, Jesse or whatever, she posted something about, um, you know, you, you're lying to yourself if you didn't like at least one of their songs or anything like that. And some bitch of a woman just like, she called it a gift to music. His death. Yeah, that's good. Like, Lord. Right? Fuck that person. I like. I went back and forth all day, and then finally I was just like, you know what? I don't know you, and you don't know me. Let's both be thankful of that truth and move the fuck <laughs> on, because I hate you. Like, I hate that shit. Yeah, that's you what need to do that more often. I yeah. know. I you should. have uh, like, you don't have to like what someone's done for like their art or whatever. It doesn't I was never matter. A fan. Yeah, it doesn't but matter. But I don't want anybody to fine. kill themselves. Yeah, you don't root for that I mean, or say thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, no, yeah. and I because you're a decent person. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit that I made a just mistake. Just decent though. Um, I made a mistake when yes. Lemmy passed away a couple years back, and I started my you know condolence thread with I've never been a fan of their music. You just don't have to. Yeah, show it just that doesn't matter. Opinion. But you at least weren't a dick about it. No. You were just yeah. It's just not relevant. That's, at that yeah, point. it's just yeah. Not you needed. don't have to share that opinion. You can either say something that's you know condolences or sadness or say nothing. You don't yeah. have to give your opinion about everything. It's true. And don't be a shit. Yeah. Internet's. It's not gonna change. George Romero, seventy-seven. Bam. Man, I was wrong. On the dot. That guy looked old as dirt. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> help that he he's wearing the glasses that yeah. the guy from uh, the old man from Up wears. Yeah, <laughs> one or two inches thick though. Like how how big are the Coke bottles? Uh, I was unsure what you were talking. They about were two. They were <laughs> still holding this. <laughs> still holding. Keep keep going. There you go. That's why. Don't live a lie, Josh. <laughs> uh, trailers on that cheery note. You're so mean to your dick. You, well, me or you guys. Just everybody. Either you are more like self-deprecated <laughs> of your own penis than we are. I don't like the fact that my dick and my penis have been brought up at, like in successive sentences. I mean, you kind of started it. I was talking about glasses. <laughs> Were you though? Tomato. Yes. Tomato. Were you? Yes. Were you though? Yeah. Nope. Not uh. funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Trailers. Uh, uh. Darkest hour. A Gary Oldman Winston Churchill joint. Gary Oldman yells at shit. And you're a fan. Bat face yeah. makeup. I thought this. I well, I didn't know that was Gary Oldman at first. Man, I thought this was gonna be so good. And I watched this. and I was like, I hate this. I don't I, hate it, but I even after I knew it was Gary Oldman, I could not tell that it was Gary Oldman. Uh, halfway it's through the trailer, I started actor, seeing it. It's oh, he's a great actor, and it's in the voice. 
But yes, I it's agree. It's in the voice that, when he yells. Yes, but I agree that when it's just like the very first half of that trailer, I knew about it because people were talking about how much of a physical transformation it is. But and it was also um, weird because he did the speech that we've heard in every trailer of Dunkirk coming out of uh, mm-hmm. how we'll never surrender and all that, which is yeah. a more muted thing. And then you have this kind of weird yell that he's doing, which I like went back and was like trying to find stuff of Winston Churchill, and I was like, did he, he didn't yell? A did lot. he yell this? <laughs> When he was so doing the stop interrupting me when I'm interrupt, like uh, yeah, I am more. Did you in guys the not middle. watch The Crown? I stopped it. Didn't I watched one episode. Me. Yeah, like okay. it's a well made show, but I didn't enjoy. Lithgow it. also does a, a fantastic Churchill, and he yells a lot. Is he did he fat get makeup? nominated? He did. I thought it. Yeah, yeah. And no, he did. He did. Was not in Fat Makeup because he was incredibly good in the little bit I saw. I just didn't. Oh, shit. That yeah. show bored me. It's not for me. But it's a it's incredibly well made. It might win best pick. It might win best drama at the Emmys. It has an excellent shot of it actually. Maybe uh, best actors too. That so girl's really good. Claire Foy is in the top two running. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh hey so, Trey. Hey. <laughs> this is why I don't talk. Uh, no, unrelated. Be assertive. I just I just looked over at my screen and a fly that like appears to be the size of a fucking house was on my screen. It scared the shit out of me just now. So that's darkest hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I appreciate your relevant drop in there. <laughs> I turned, my I turned around. Sir. I almost like made a noise. It was um, yeah, I, I do not think. Wow. I do not I also think this looks puberty, amazing. Um, but I don't think it looks. Terrible it's weird because the Darkest Hour is about the Dunkirk incident and like Churchill's rise to power and during uh, that time. It was also a shitty sci-fi movie in 2015. I. You liked it, didn't you? No, that movie was really <laughs> bad, but I completely forgot that that was a thing. Yeah, the SEO on a lot of these trailers, if you look them up on YouTube, it seems like uh, are it's hard to find. I the think one I like for. absolutely hated that movie. Like it was my least favorite movie of the year. Well, that can't be true because isn't that no? That's not Burt Wonderstone. That was like two years earlier, wasn't it? We didn't do the podcast when Darkest Hour was on. I don't think. I thought it was 2015. Mm. Darkest Hour? Yeah. No, I'm on it. There it is. There's no way. Unless I just have like pushed that so far back in my mind. Hey, Chuck, how was Shark Week? <laughs> All right, let's talk about that bullshit. Like, okay. I knew it had to be some kind of, like, scam thing. But oh, Ma- I didn't watch it. Michael Phelps versus the shark. It was in a cage, right? No, it was a digital shark on the TV screen that they put in that they just averaged out the average speed oh, of a that. shark. that. And it's, like, sitting there going, rawr, and, like, coming out of the water. <laughs> Did it actually oh, say oh. rawr? <laughs> God, if, if it said rawr, I'm in. Uh, you should watch You should video. do more work with sharks. It's <laughs> awful. You should do more voice work. It's awful. It's so bad. And, of course, it, like, annihilates Phelps, like, as fast as you can swim. I'm like, if you're going to digitally put a shark in, have it eat him. Well, didn't like, they, let's have fun with it. I mean, didn't Kobayashi... Try to out eat a bear at one point too. I don't know. That was sounds it, like a thing that happened. Wait, yeah. was it a digital bear? No, it was a real bear. No, oh, fuck that. They brought <laughs> it out. Do a good bear too. Go ahead, Evan. <laughs> like no, they brought it out on stage and they had the hot dog eating champion like four years in a row, uh, Kobayashi, come out and the bear fucking annihilated him. Yeah, because it's, it's a, a goddamn <laughs> bear. bear. Joey Chestnut would have won. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, America. America. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're together two, on this. Two, oh, yeah. 2011 for The Darkest Hour. Yeah, so. I knew so that was a while 2015, ago. Just about. Yeah. It's close. What was that about again? <sighs> Aliens. <laughs> what was the one where, like... <sighs> no. The All Darkness? Right. They believe like in a thing called darkness. love. They no. do. They really do. What do they listen to, Evan? The rhythm of their heart, Chuck. <laughs> I hate the darkness. That was fun. Yay! <laughs> the God, layover. Song. 
Yeah, the layover boobs. Tits, All the boobs. Tits the movie. The two best pair of boobs in the world. That's four stellar Mary. boobs. Yes. <laughs> if you do the best. Count them. Kate Upton and Alexander Daddario, you don't need to know the plot. It looks so good. The and plot is boobs. The good news is, first off, it's weird because it's directed by William H. Macy. Wait, what? Wait. Back up. Correct. <laughs> Did you guys not notice that on the... No. Tripod? He flashed it up Why there. Why were you looking at the words? It was in between the titties. Yeah, but you're also Literally? just waiting for the <laughs> titties at this point. She's not watching. She just joined. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. <laughs> okay. After your girlfriend joined. Let's talk more about And then boobs. she left. Yeah, she's gone. I'm watching she, it. She gone. Well, I'm fucked. My girlfriend uh, is listening to me talk about boobs, though. Hey, whatever. Look, we like boobs. We're, we're straight men. It's Even fair. if you're gay, you can appreciate good boobs. Right. And it's fair. These are some of the best. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our two best friends that go are down on their luck in life. They go on a trip, and something happens to the plane. They get detoured, and there's a hot guy that's set between them, and they start fighting over him, and hilarity ensues. I actually thought the trailer was kind of funny. It's all right. But they really leaned into the fact that these girls both are gorgeous with huge boobs because they yeah. kept just kind of playing on that. And she's squishing her boobs together, and then uh, Dario uh, yeah. cut her bikini. I was a small. fan of all of it. <laughs> I really was. I have no Maybe shame. Maybe take Kristen. Yeah. She's got big boobs. She knows. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I want a trophy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I actually think it looks okay. I'll go see it. Maybe not in theaters. Yeah, that's... There's no chance. Yeah, Maybe I, will, in I will not pay to see that movie. There's like one comedy that I'll go and see in the theaters this year. Chuck will find such it. Such as Daddy's Home Two. Yeah, it's a it good choice. Really good. It really is. What about Bad, Bad Mom's Christmas? I might. <laughs> you will. You freaked the fuck out over that trailer. Ah, you know who yay! didn't? Basically, who it. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, I was, I was surprised. Shit. She didn't care. She was at like, all. "Yeah, whatever." I was like, "Oh, okay." Besides, whatever Chuck wants <laughs> see to see in a movie, he'll find on Celebrity Jihad. <laughs> That's true. Page. Bookmarked. <laughs> on his Probably work computer. That Bookmarked. Uh, Don't wrink- go to that site. A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, yeah. I've seen this trailer about 50 times because it's actually in front of movies already now, and I don't know what's going on in this shit. Me neither, and it looks stupid. I, f- I thought you would hate oh. it. I am. I think it <laughs> Tomorrow <laughs> Land Part 2 is what this... The, for a l- That's fair. For a while, as a young child, this was my... F- Favorite book, like in the world, I loved it. It's such a cool story. Did you envision Oprah Winfrey in it? I did not. <laughs> I agree with that, but I actually like the cast. I don't mind Oprah. She's in the color purple. That's an okay movie. Yeah, thirty years ago, that <laughs> yeah. was really good. Did you call her Oprah? Yeah. Okay. Well, you call her. Isn't that That's a, what her like, friends call her. I just call her O. Oh, okay. <laughs> For sure, you know. Okay, you are tight. Gotta I get save it. time. I get it. <laughs> Uh, so I think this looks really good. Like I, Disney did fall short hard on Tomorrowland. God, that movie's all right. No, it's not. It's it, not good, but it's all right. <laughs> um, Take the Clooney blinders. And off. I can kind of see, I can kind of <laughs> see the comparison there. But yeah. I thought the world and the graphic, like the design, and everything was really cool. Um, it's just YA fantasy, and it was like the first time I read something that was about like going to an alternate reality as a kid. And, like, it was kind of my first, like, book introduction to, like, fantasy. Which, and yeah, I, I loved totally, it. I totally get it. Without any context, um, I have nothing to go off of aside from I do agree that the style is weird. The fact that it's Ava DuVernay in a fantasy um, 
directorial effort. Like, it's interesting as hell. I'm ready to see what that is, but I have no idea what it's about. I don't love some of the costume design. It's a little Burton-esque. It's a little bit like Oz. I um, like Chris Pine in it. I, I love Chris Pine in general. I, like I don't think he's going to be work. in it very long. He's the dad. He goes missing is part of it. They're, like the whole, the whole thing is the search for Chris Pine. And Curly's goal. They should have called it that. Yeah, they should have. I'd be in. <laughs> love going that guy. Search for Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. It rhymes even. You know what you wouldn't like Chris Pine in? What? That shitty Disney musical from a couple of years ago, Into oh, the Woods. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You hate it that. It sucks. God, it sucks. Take that, Boone. Chuck can't hit, or Trey can't handle the loudness anymore. I can't. I'm just going to randomly. <laughs> this is the thing, the thing is, my is uh, com- compression. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. It's, it's got too much compression. Is uh, it too much? Uh, it's, uh, it's just the right amount. The Disaster <laughs> Artist. Yes. This looks funny. It looks hilarious. James Franco almost nails James Franco 100%. and Dave Franco together. It's the best. They're, that is fair. So many Francos. Yes. But for people who don't know. Yes, explain what. This is um, a movie, of uh, farce about the making of The Room. Yeah, which The Room is, you know, up there synonymous with some of the worst movies ever made. It's from a, a director, Tommy Wiseau. Uh, I had to watch it. Yeah, he's. I actually yeah, have never seen it in full. I've, I've seen never seen it scenes. at all. God, look at the, like, watch the drug abuse scene on the on the roof. Half of the movie takes place on the roof of this building, and it's the worst green screen. Like, that's where he came out and, at the trailer and was just like, I did not hit her. Yeah. I did not. It's bullshit. I did not. And oh, he hey, says, Mark. oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> like, this guy, he's a Swedish director. Uh, he thought he was making, like, the next masterpiece, and it's just... Doesn't he still, like, think it's incredible? No. Now he's trying to lean into the fact that, oh, no, I knew it was shitty, and it's intentionally that's right. shitty. Um, Which no, is total he bullshit. he was making the greatest movie of all time, and... It is just like... Like, people have shot a better better movies on their iPhone nowadays. Yes. Um, okay, so like what do you guys camp. think the uh, the rating on IMDb is for this? For The Room? Yeah. Like, the fan? Probably high. If it's Is it are critical or fan? Or are we talking critics? Whatever the star thing is. That's fans. Nine. Okay. Four. Seven. It's fans or critics? Fans. Oh, I was going out of five. My bad. Yeah, eight, seven or eight. If we're talking fans. Uh... Three point six, nailed it. No, did you look at my screen? No, no, that's nailed? exactly right. Nice, <laughs> that's fucked up. Um, but you can actually watch a YouTube compilation no. of all the <laughs> of all the Ohio's in the movie. Oh. He doesn't just say Ohio once; he like says it like eight hundred times in that movie. It's one of those like people go watch screenings of it monthly or weekly, like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, spoons are apparently a very big deal in the plot, and they just throw spoons at the screen whenever they say the word. Like, it's insanity the cult following it has. And James Franco was a perfect choice to actually make this uh, to to take on that role. That's, man, those guys just have fun in life. They yeah, have like the friends. most fun. It's just them, him and Seth Rogen just hang out all the time. Yeah, I would fucking kill to be either of those dudes. Yeah, or just they a friend awesome of theirs, a part of their entourage. Oh yeah, just yeah, just be friends with them. That's either way. Live that life, God, it'd be fun. Yeah, you have surprisingly soft hands too. for. Like Bro, a, they're incredibly soft. Do you moisturize? No, or never. Put have. them in like a glove or something. No, I might? think it's how I landed my wife. She felt my hands. She was like, "Oh my." <laughs> Oh my! And I said, "Let me show you what else." <laughs> Is your wife? And then we held. Ha- we just held hands for a while. It's nothing, right? Well, no, my wife's pretty wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> God, I can't imagine you holding hands with her. It's just like no, it's bad because I have to do this. <laughs> or she, I get like a this. crick in my neck. No. That or she holds hands like up here, and she's like, "We don't do it a lot. <laughs> We're married now." <laughs> 
well, let's move on. That transitions straight into the snowman. Ah, the snowman. 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 No, it's the snowman. Yeah. Mr. Snowman. George P. Snowman. Snowman. <laughs> of Snowman and Snowman Associates. Yeah. Surprised you know that they're an institute in Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah, Fargo. Gosh, show's so good. It is. This uh, movie this looks so good. It so does indeed. When I saw the still for the, the trailer, I thought, oh, this is going to be like Jack Frost 3 or something, where it's a it man fucking only. a snowman. <laughs> oh, this movie snowman. sucks now. <laughs> Just really? people. Jack Frost? <laughs> Those movies are awesomely shitty. Michael Keaton's Black Mark? No, no, not the family version. <laughs> the one with Shannon oh, Elizabeth yeah. with the horror. The one oh, we the tried to do a commentary version. on once oh, drunk. Yeah. Those are still <laughs> really we bad. so drunk. It was Man. unlistenable to and racist. Oh, very yeah. racist. That never happened. It's because there was like that random group of black guys with Chauncey there that night. That wanted, holy shit! Yeah, and they were like, "Let's that was a make, night. let's have like funny, sarcastic, racist comments that like towards each other." And it went horribly. <laughs> and if anyone listened to it out of context, we'd be banned from the internet. <laughs> we're not racist. No, we use not even but slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Michael Fassbender so is the chasing snowman. down a murderer <laughs> who covers his victims' faces in snow like snowmans. He no, he cuts their heads off and then replaces oh, their heads with yeah. a snowball. Okay, because I the. I've watched this trailer twice, and I got distracted by my phone both times. <laughs> and he leaves, the like... The second time, I took a little bit more effort in trying to watch it, and the last one... Covers their face in snow? Yeah, like a snowman. It looked <laughs> like he was hitting people with snowballs to get them to turn around, and he murders them. It's, it's creative. It's a dynamite tactic. Times. It's basically what Calvin and Hobbes was based on. He was of. also leaving those, like, uh, like childlike messages, like, you were very close, Mr. Policeman, and all this other stuff. I don't know. Just the way this was shot, and Michael Fassbender, J.K. Yeah. Simmons... I hope the bad guy's Kevin Spacey. Don't we all? Not if only. But man, it looked really good. It looked amazing. And I hope yeah. at some point Michael Fassbender yells what's in the box and it just becomes mm -hmm. like a club. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not like a huge fan of just straight slashers. We'll talk about that with another movie. We're this looks talk about a lot here, more Silence of the Lambs psychological thriller to me. Yeah, that's it doesn't look like a slasher I'm, at all. I'm more into it. Yeah, it does. It kind of gives me almost like an insomnia type vibe too, um, which helps. I like that movie. Yeah, it's one of um, Nolan's better films for sure. So, I I mean, I, I'm in. I'll watch it. Sweet. The Snowman. George P. Snowman. Yes. The Shape of Water. This looks fucking amazing. Because it's Guillermo del Toro, and when yep. he does this Guillermo, um, it's And Doug Jones. It yeah. is. Well, that, it hand is. in hand, sir. Yeah. Fair enough. You may as well have said J.J. Abrams without lens flare. <laughs> That's true. Doug Jones is basically just Guillermo Toro's uh, lens flare. I, I, I like the lens flare. I gotta, I gotta say, uh, this looks wonderfully weird. It really does. Um, this is, is like a some lagoon like creature, creature from the, the Amazon. Yeah, almost like creature of the Black Lagoon, and uh, it's real. Deaf woman kind of falls in love with him in a weird the way. The government. Well, the government's like holding it, and she cleans the room, the lab that he's held in, like this top secret laboratory. Because talk about a shit job. Though. Yeah, because she's a mute, so they get her, so she can't really speak about it. But because uh, I guess they forgot she could write, um, and use sign language, and yeah, and all that. So pictures. no, women weren't allowed sign language. Yeah, because she used the sign language in the movie. Because yeah. it was and one of the like, more. What? Oh, no. It was like one of the more oh, endearing oh, spots no. when it was because. <laughs> 
because they she talks <laughs> she's signing that like because they're like why should you know we save him and all this other stuff and she was like he doesn't see me as flawed like because he doesn't it doesn't matter that she, right. she can't speak I thought that was really cool yeah I'm really excited Pan's Labyrinth is you know a top Love 20 all Pan's time Labyrinth. movie um, this definitely has that vibe to it more so than the Pacific Rim style which again if you like it you like it that's cool but this is more what I like from from Del Toro Pacific Rim is so good. Um, I'm a fan. So good. Crimson Peak was okay. Crimson Peak visually is great. The story is okay. Um, it's a forgettable I, movie. The fact that those ghosts are all practical effects is awesome. Like the the guy is the best practical effects makeup um, director like out there. He nobody films it better than him. That's probably true. Yeah. So I'm excited because this looks. This doesn't look like, like your style of movie. Uh, no, I'll I'll check it out. All right. He's clearly excited. I misjudged you, <laughs> Nally. You know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I like a lot of his stuff. I haven't seen a bunch of it, though. All right. Like, have I've you never seen saw it. I, d- I haven't. It is. You should totally check I that out. I think I still have it's it on awesome. Blu-ray. I'll lend it to you if I do. Okay. It's TV trailers. Alias Grace, a miniseries coming to Netflix. This is the one trailer I think I accidentally missed, so t- tell me all about it. Nope. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I watched oh, it. All alone. No, I legitimately watched it. I'm going to look up YouTube real quick. I'm not going to watch the video, but I want to see what the still is on it. You just made a it's giant white circle on GarageBand. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I didn't have That wasn't anywhere near good, as big. Good thing we have good compressed. That's just we got yeah. good compressed. This compressed is the still is. you're thinking about just because she's wearing an early 1900s uh, bonnet a, as a nurse, not from the oh, handmaid's yes, handmaid tale. too. And I said handmaids, don't say it again. I get it. Get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what is this about, uh, since I didn't get the chance to watch it? I think it's based on a real historical Not figure well. that she was convicted of murder. She was helping with a uh, serial killer or like a triple homicide or something like that. Um, I don't know the full uh, extent of the case as far as like what this is based on, but evidently she had some type of moral reason for being okay with it and like not being a monster, and this is supposedly like just telling her side of it. Uh, but she was involved in many killings, but she was like this also like very wholesome woman and like her reasoning behind it. So. Gotcha. So I know apparently a new It trailer coming on Thursday. Yes. Fuck yes. Man, I want to see it. I'm excited. I want to see it. I don't get it either. I'm going to die of a heart attack in the theater, but I'm going to give it a shot. I'm excited. God, I will see that movie with you. Oh, uh, yeah. You, <laughs> everybody has to see it with me. Wear your galoshes because you're going to pee your pants. It's going to be great. Is that what people do when they pee their pants? Yeah, just galoshes. Yeah. Okay. Then it's okay. Galoshes. You pee right into the galoshes. How am I out of the galoshes circle on this? You've never been out of the galoshes circle. I've got some on right now. I know you do. <laughs> you must be moist down there. Oh. Yeah, it's swampy. <laughs> You keep gold bond in business. <laughs> Galoshes and yes, yeah, so I just bond. call it. I just call it old bond. There you go. Yeah, really, you just call and it. And finally, uh, coming to Netflix soon because they don't like to put trailers out much in advance. A uh, new show called Atypical. This looks really good. Yeah, I'm intrigued. It looks very good. This is the story uh, of a young man, not too young, um, high school. Yeah, it, it looks like a story of a girl. No, yeah, he's in not, uh, totally in high school. Uh, I think like junior. Yeah, it's kind of it, more of a coming age, uh, age tale. Uh, I mean, which we get. Um, he is on the spectrum, uh, but obviously very functioning. Just has trouble connecting. Uh, he seems like a cool like kid that talks about boobs a lot, which is always <laughs> funny because that's what guys do in high school and in their thirties. I was apparently yeah, also <laughs> on podcasts and forties. 
Eight. Keep going. Eight forty. <laughs> there it is. That's closer. I didn't put the <laughs> third number in front of it. I'm just letting them know. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, this looked uh, this looked very endearing to me. Yeah, I I mean, you know, we've had a lot of kind of playing on the disability in some function uh, in terms of like television shows. We had. Um, Oh, why can't I remember the name anymore? Speechless. Thank you, Speechless. Uh, we have that. Was it the Good Doctor that's coming out soon, um, or whatever it's called? Oh, yeah, Freddie Highmore. Yeah, um, uh, this looks to be kind of right in the same, you know, quality. Played just for laughs the same way that Speechless is. Um, I like it's on Netflix because they can get away with more. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm really intrigued to see it. I mean, everybody looks to be good. The, the kid looks to be great in that role. He um, does. Yeah. I, that was the part that drew to, drew me to it. Is uh, I've seen that kid in something else before, but he was. I liked him in that. So I hope this doesn't ruin it for you, but he kind of looks like half Justin Long, half Ezra Miller. I do not like the look of Ezra Miller at all. His face bothers me. He but has I do. Face. I weirdly like Justin Long. You don't. You don't have to say weirdly. Justin Long is great. I enjoy him. I like Dodgeball. I I'm like just putting waiting. it out there. I still like Waiting. Waiting is a great movie. And uh, that movie accepted wasn't bad. I never watched it. Plus Tusk. Yeah, Tusk. Tusk. He walrus fought. He did walrus fight. That kid was in It Follows. That yeah. is where I know him from. Best he, horror movie that year, 2014? 15? 15. 15. Why are yeah. you bad? You were bad at years. I'm bad at years. Shut up. If I got just, 77 years old, right? If you just stuck with 2015, you'd have been okay. That's fair. The wit, the fact you thought Darkest Hour came out in the same year. 2015. <laughs> Moving on. News. Hey, Trey. Get yes. that compression ready. Bond! <laughs> <laughs> You didn't know that was coming? Why didn't you take your headsets off? God, I didn't have time. I'm a slow person. Bond is back. Bond (laughs) 25 is officially slated slated for November of 2019. And as of today, New York Times is reporting Daniel Craig has signed on. Yeah, we heard rumors of this last week that he was willing to do another movie or even wanted to do another movie again. all the monies. Yeah, they backed up a fucking... He says... Either or, depending on the day. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm excited. Spectre was not... Fantastic. He's kind of two good, for four for me. Inspector is um, a good movie. It's nowhere near the level of Casino Royale or Skyfall. Yeah, Casino Royale and, and Skyfall Quantum are is easily my two favorite Bond movies. Quantum was not great, although I didn't think it was as bad. You get as shit said. on a little too much. It wasn't. No, I shit on it just. It's just a fine. transition movie. Yeah, it's it, kind of the Iron Man two of Bond. Also, wasn't it the first Bond to really kind of try and take like? The serialized nature of this, like it was the first one. Oh, Daniel really Craig, yeah, Daniel Craig as a whole was the first one. They really like kind of gone in order of yeah. what the story. So I doing. can understand maybe stumbling a little bit. Plus, they didn't have Blofeld to be able to uh, to put in there, which is really what they would have need to have done for for that. Um, originally, Quantum. would have been Blofeld, yes. Yeah. Um, so I, I get it, and I'm willing to give them, you know, a pass. It's not um, the director though, right? They don't know yet. Okay. There right. is rumors and he has said before that he would love to do it before he retires that it would be Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I know you talked about that cuz was it Mendez was the Yeah, Sam Mendez yeah. uh did the last two and my god Skyfall. Um yeah, that Spectre tracking shot. I'll give him that though. The opening he tracking shoots, shot the, the whole movie the shot extremely well. There's just like some and Christoph Waltz was beat. a great blowfield. Yeah, he was. It was just kind of they crammed too much into it. It was yeah. odd, but but yeah, I'm excited. Overall, what 2019? You said? Yeah, November 2019. We got some time. Yeah, yeah, they do. They can find. Uh, speaking of finding new leads, Doctor Who uh, has cast a woman I'm as out. the Doctor, uh, Jodie Whittaker. Lady parts. The internet is pissed. Yeah, they are. 
pissed. Man, they're pissed. Stupid. It is incredibly stupid. Why does stupid. this matter? It doesn't. It, it literally doesn't. Not only does it not matter, but like it's literally already established fucking canon. Like they have said on multiple like occasions in that show that the doctor is just this like basically magical being that can be incarnated into anybody. Like at any time, like that's yeah, the whole see, thing. I don't of know like anything about Doctor Who. Basically, like it's not, it's it was like this a great movie. retcon that they did, like when they recast the Doctor, like back in the day. Yeah, it was a smart thing to yeah, do. Yeah, and they said, oh, well, like cycle. actually, yeah, he just regenerates. Like when the Doctor dies, he just comes back as a different person. They made a mistake back in the day, saying a cap on the number of regenerations. Um, if anybody wants to retcon that anything, too, yeah, they should be <laughs> mad about the fact that we're still in Doctors. Two past at this point now, what they had originally said. Like, wasn't it 11 originally? Yeah, but I mean, I whatever. They just yeah. said, oh, it turns out whoever this, said like, that was wrong. It seems like this show's never going to end. Ever. Like, it's ever. really popular. And yeah, and that's fine. If you like Doctor Who, which is a lot of our fan base. Yeah, I'm not current on it, but what I've seen, I legit like. Yeah, I, I've seen snippets, and it doesn't seem for me. But, I mean, if you like it, more power to you. Like, I don't care. You, I, I don't I, understand. But it's the same argument of... Like I'm having to stop looking at Dark Tower posts on Facebook because all any like positive thing that comes out in all the comment section is just people bitching about Roland being black in the movie, and I'm like, yeah. my God, yeah. No matter what, it's destined to suck because it's different from what they want. Like it's just how it is. It's just something in every movie yeah. now. That, that post that you tagged me in that was about comic books. Like the, every comment was just about how like Marvel sucks because like they're all social justice warriors and like everyone ha- can't be white or it's bad and all this stuff. And I'm like. This article isn't even about that. Yeah, <laughs> like no one brought this up. It's you about did. the fucking fake cosmic universe. <laughs> yeah. If anything, I mean, people. So there's there's, there's two contingents of why the, uh, why people are mad because people like well, didn't want to seem sexist, although this, their reasoning is still kind of sexist. Of like, they're not mad that it's a woman. They're mad that she has appeared nude before because this is a wholesome family show. That is. If she appears nude in Doctor Who, bullshit. that's off script. Okay. <laughs> I but mean, guess what? Like She's Dr. not going to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was awful. Is, no, is, is that like your it. fly friend on Batman's head, Trey? Probably. Right. Well, he's he a big fly. In. He distracted me too, so I get it. It's he's the Batman. Scared the shit out of me on my screen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there is a large contingent of people that were saying like she should, she's not Doctor Who material because she had been naked in I, I don't know a movie or TV show before. I mean, I just or think topless. It's, I think it's so. awesome that like the nerdy side. I mean, this they're nice. Why would, why would people be upset about that? I didn't think they cared in Britain about this. No, I mean her boobs are nice. I know that's what I'm saying. I don't. Th- I didn't think. I'm, Overseas nudity is just way more common than it, on TV than it's it on is. Billboards. That is yeah. no, it, it is literally what you originally said: is people who don't want to sound sexist are coming up with reasons to be upset about it. That yeah, is but that's all that it pretty is. Pretty sexist. Oh no, it, it's totally sexist. I mean, I like we should be celebrating the fact that this year alone, with Wonder Woman and with this, like little girls who like nerdy shit, like they have something. There's cool to like heroes to look be, up to. Yeah. To look up to, like that video of the girl at Comic Con with Gal Gadot was just like the most heartwarming thing in the world. Or I'm sure everybody's seen the picture of the little girl who's like standing in front of the giant uh, Justice League um, picture and it's just like staring directly at Wonder Woman and she's got her Wonder Woman outfit on. It's like mm. it's, the, it's the best thing in the world. Like guys have had a hundred million different characters to look up to. It's really okay. It's like the last 60 years of like yeah. geek culture has been Specifically geared towards people that look like us. At this and guess table. what? It's still geared towards <laughs> us. It, it yes. is. Like There's 95% small, of yeah. it. People are just entitled bitches, and they just want it's what really they annoying. want every single time. That's a good way to sum all this up, so we'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a fun snippet for Lee. Uh, <laughs> Teen Wolf. Everyone team, else canceled. Teen, teen Wolf is being rebooted. Yeah. Whilst season six, the final season, is still currently airing. Like, wait, they're going to air at the same time? They are actively casting to make a reboot for next year. 
That's awful. Why did they end the show? Because <laughs> they got to reboot it, man. I guess because they lost all the actors. Yeah, like all the every actor is moving too old on. Or yeah. Well, um, one is the Maze Runner guy, and he's going on to a lot of other stuff. Maze so he's like, American I'm assassin. Yeah, he's like, I'm fucking out. He's got a stab. Oh, that is that good. Yeah. Uh, the Maze Runner movies are so good. They're quite good. He almost died. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did because of that movie. Got we still have to car. see the death cure. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good. It's title. A, no, it's awful. I like it. It's you say title. that's a pretty good title. Yeah. That's like wouldn't you a like book a, wouldn't name you like a generator death? on the internet? Wouldn't you like a death cure? I mean, I'm like. Oh uh, yeah, well, you are the death Chuck cure. is the death cure. <laughs> You're just pissed because it's copyright infringement. Uh, so yeah, congrats, Lee. More. M- more Teen Wolf for you. He's going to be like, this isn't a good Teen yeah, Wolf. Yeah. It's like going really? to the Bad Denny's. There's, what there's, if Teen Wolf there's no bad the Denny's. next Doctor Who, though, and they just, like, no, for 60 No, years we're not doing this. hundred times. Uh, so the Game of Thrones creators. Teen Wolf's going to uh, be a girl, and people are going to freak out. Oh, da- shit. <laughs> David Benahoff uh, and D.B. Weiss, the creators of the Game of Thrones TV show, uh, the showrunners for it, uh, have found their next project uh, after Game of Thrones is over. Uh, they're making a show called Confederate. Speaking of people freaking out. <laughs> okay. Do you might hear a rant in a minute. All right. They're making a show called Confederate, which is very similar to Man in the High Castle, except this isn't what if the Germans won. This is what if the South had won See, that's the well, Civil War. super fucking intriguing. It's in, and, and that slavery is still happening. It's, it's also that, not technically that the, sla- the South won, but that the South basically successfully su- seceded from the U.S. There's two countries. Which is winning. I'm saying, like, it's not like the North doesn't exist. Like, no, well, the South was never countries. trying to take over the North. They, they were fighting a war of succession. Fair enough. <laughs> I just want to be clear about that yeah, fact. Yeah, the, I've seen a lot of, a lot of people who but, are, like, pissed because, like, they think there's slaves in Maine in this show. No, it's not about that. This is about the fact that all everything below the Mason-Dixon line actually succeeded in seceding. And, yes, Josh? Can the other tagline for this show be the other North remembers? <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Why no. not? Um, you were so proud of that before yeah, he was like, said it. <laughs> uh, so, I. yeah. So, people are, like, freaking out because a, sh- a fictional show exists, will exist about slavery. They, they also have gotten, not only is it the guys who did Game of Thrones, but um, the showrunner for Empire is also involved. This show is like going have to gotten, be incredible. And yeah, Game of Thrones is good. Or, Game of Thrones. HBO is going to give them... All of the money yep. to do to do whatever they want to do this like between this and Westworld and Game of Thrones and whatever the Game of Thrones spinoff is like the the destination for all TV is HBO right now. So and I and can't Netflix. wait for it. So here, just to get this out there, there has to be something wrong with fucking everything now. Yes. Because between there the is people, something wrong with fucking everything. Between it's the people that very, very are wrong in the fact that they're mad that a woman <laughs> was cast as cast as. Uh, Doctor Who, or that a black man was cast as Roland, or whatever. There are too many people that are also find something fucking wrong in all the whitewashing that we get. Iron Fist is a white character, and that show, before it ever came out, regardless of what quality it ended up being, was doomed because it yeah. was just getting blasted because he's not an Asian man. He's never been Asian. He's never once been Asian. I still go back to the fact that, to me, it's more racist that people wanted the Asian man to be the martial artist. Like, yes, it Why is. is that a thing? And there are thousands of instances of this. And now they've just chosen to be mad about this because the audacity of a show that would show I'm uh, of what uh, just a what if if the South had won and slavery still existed. And guess what? It's going to be exposition of a resistance within the Confederacy. You know yeah. it will. It's going to, it's going to basically talk about all, mean, everything that's wrong with slavery. There's, there's slaves in, like, all kinds of shows. And it yes. is fucking fiction, people. God. The, the Handmaid's Tales are, like, it, they're sex women's. Yeah. 
how slaves. Mad, <laughs> how mad have I been? Because you know what that does? Bash kind of hardcore. Oh, Christians. that is a commentary on religion. On, on religion straight and up. straight up and mainly against Christianity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and it it's is not in a its how extreme to form? guide to like bring back the South or anything. Yeah. Like, it's not at all. Like, I just don't. I don't. Even understand. if it was, there's no how to guide that's going to work for that. If you're mad about this, oh, the guy fuck you. Seriously, God, this makes me so mad. I no, can yeah. tell. I mean, it's true though that on both sides of it, it is really it's it's a problem because everybody wants to be offended by something nowadays. Yes, like people are just looking for it. Everybody's a snowflake. <laughs> true. I hate that term. It's the worst True story because both sides fucking use it too. Like it's not, it's it's so dumb. Both sides and Josh use that word. The only people who don't, the Eskimos, say no. It's snow, true. Snow fuck you up. <laughs> it's true. Into the true that story. That is very offensive <laughs> to uh, Inuits, sir. Todd McFarlane's making a new Spawn movie. Uh, as pass. A, as the time a, is now. now as a, right, hard pass. Hold on, as a as a Blumhouse <laughs> horror movie, I am in. It is. As a what? It's Blumhouse who makes like half the horror movies you see. Like okay. just said horror. Yeah, Blumhouse horror. I have movie. a problem. I kind of do that too a lot. You emphasize the er at the end of that horror. last. No, he does. No, ye doesn't. <laughs> ye of little faith. <laughs> I, I'm in on this. I'm in on this too. hard. Like. Is John Leguizamo coming back? No, they but they did. The story I read when it was first released, they were like, "Rest easy, John Leguizamo. Aww. Rest easy now." <laughs> so this is going to be like a more like quiet, like one. darker side of the character than the '90s movies like was. They talked about guess what? Graphics have come a long way yeah. too. And he talked about like a lot of it playing with like shadows coming to life, being like the Spawn. Like if you watched the HBO animated series, that was what Spawn should have been. It was fantastic. I loved that. It was so good. I got in trouble for watching that yeah. as a kid. Now, that character is about as 90s as you can possibly get, but it's been successful He's for 20-plus no years. He's or no Jubilee. I, well, let, let's be honest. The most 90s-ass Marvel character is Bishop. True story. <laughs> oh, especially with the that mullet. mullet is yeah. Choice. <laughs> but I, Speaking of the 90s terms, yeah. way to go. Uh, but, yeah, I'm so in on this. I think it's cool. I'm, I'm glad McFarlane is the one who's actually. I will go watch this with um, you if no one else will. Yeah, I'm totally in. Man, I watched a video of him drawing Spider-Man on his tablet the other day, which was super cool to see. It's pronounced Spider-Man. So you're right. I'm sorry. Spider <laughs> he hangs yeah. out with Snowman. Peter Speederman <laughs> and George P. Snowman. Peter I'm mad that that's not his name now. Um, but like his alter ego, Peter Speederman. I got so mad because he went through this. It was like a 10-minute tutorial on how to draw Spider-Man on a digital tablet, and the entire time the motherfucker was chomping his gum oh as loud God. as could be. I'm like, dude, you're recording a video. Spit it out for 10 minutes, man. No, he's Don Farley. He does what he wants. That is true. That dude has worked for every comic house. Like he is one of the biggest names in comics, and I'm totally okay with him him directing this movie. True story. Action figures. That's true. True story. Hey, if Chuck. you want a baseball action figure, you go to Todd McFarlane. Yep. Chuck. Yo. Archer season nine. Yeah. I'm Dan excited because... Uh, Danger Island. That's even better. Is there's, it? There's Do you like these like themed seasons? So... Uh, Whenever like we you come doing, around on this one, yeah. Whenever we were doing Dreamland before, I didn't like the way that it started in the first couple of episodes. The way it ended was fucking great. I oh, was it over? Asshole. Have you got to talk about it? 
I don't think so. We can add that in. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Add another one uh, on. But then um, they did the Kingsman Archer like that mashup. Was great. It was fucking it. hysterical, man. I, and I was like, oh, my God, I need more. And then the, like the very next day, Archer Danger, Danger Island. Island. Yeah. The Danger Zone. He finally showed Condensed. up at Comic-Con himself, right? <laughs> like be, it was actually Archer at the panel on a big screen, I heard, right? Oh, I oh yeah. I could see it. That's yeah, awesome. I thought I tagged you on Facebook. Actually, I thought you did, too. Yeah, I probably tagged you first. Probably. True story. But yeah, it's it's like literally I don't know how they did the tech or whatever, but it's um they like got the animation to just line up with whatever uh Well I mean you know they did the saying. live episode of The Simpsons, uh or the, there was a question answer part of The Simpsons that was live like I did not year. know that. We talked about it on the show. <laughs> yeah, but then Never I forgot mind. about it. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm Haven't sorry I brought about it up. first. Now. That is on you, not me. Yeah. Yeah. At this point. Anyway, yeah, I'm in. Let's yeah. do it. So, what do you know anything about it? What it's supposed nope. to be about? It's going to be the danger zone condensed <laughs> on one island. Like, we're going to get a lot of Kenny so Loggins. Is, is Man, he's very, so he's yeah, been is on there, that show. Is there before. a highway that leads <laughs> really? to that island? Yeah. Tell me about this episode. Well, uh, it was for Lana's birthday. And he's like, hey, look who I got. And she's like, yeah. And he's playing Danger Zone. He's like, don't you get it? The Danger Zone? Okay. It's Kenny Loggins. Oh, like Kenny Loggins Roasters? He's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> you want Billy Eichner there? No. Yeah, yeah that's. Pretty much how that season ended. <laughs> uh, Are you going back to find that tagging? Huh, no, I'm uh, looking. I, thought, <laughs> I, I did think about that. Prove that shit. Uh, talk more about Teen Wolf. I have to find something. Teen Wolf <laughs> is a great film from the '80s, starring one Michael J. Fox. This is my favorite thing I've done. He <laughs> rides on a van. At he one surfs point. on a van. Whatever you ri- <laughs> when you're surfing, you're riding. It's the same thing. Nah, it's a very specific type of riding. No, he's maybe. So you're saying surfing is part of the riding family? Yes. Okay, so it's under the riding umbrella. Yeah, basically. Right. So okay, so wait, if I like hop on a broom and just start running around on it, am I riding the broom? Yeah. <laughs> a, a hot dog is not a sandwich. Uh, that is bullshit. <laughs> this is the best decision I've made in a while. <laughs> I should never. I should have never came back. And folks. neither you, are con- you guys are conjoined twins. So, so wait a minute. If a if a parrot is sitting on a pirate's shoulder, is that parrot riding yeah, the no, pirate? No, that parrot's oh, definitely he's riding. Totally riding the pirate. That'll give. <laughs> God, I love He's Jimmy riding Buffett. the pirate. Yeah, man. It, that's a that's, sex move, that's right? You're slang, riding the pirate, yeah. That's got to be a sex move where you close one eye when you're fucking. It's riding the pirate. No, she I mean, just squats <laughs> on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Is it good for you? I'm going to guess no. No, that'd be awful. Squatting on your shoulder? Yeah, you know, some people like weird shit. Maybe she wanted a cracker. I don't know. How big is she? Bigger enough. <laughs> Bigger enough. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. So, Emmy nominations. Uh, let's talk about those. Those came out since oh our last God. show. Uh, if you know me, you know Emmy nominations are a big deal. I went on a Facebook rant about that. You I had really to did. look that up. I was trying to remember all the snubs I got pissed Game about. Game of Thrones isn't going to be on there, people. Yes. It didn't come out. Yeah, there was a legit a lot of people like, no fucking Game of Thrones. I'm and like, it's on every advertisement. It's like the Emmy and the Game of Thrones is in the background. I'm like, dude, you... You're fucking reporting that it's not in there. Stop it. <laughs> it won Stop for it. last season already. This season just started. We'll talk about it later. And to be eligible for the Emmys, you had to have started your your current season before uh, June 1st of the current year. Stop it. Relax. <laughs> no. Uh, it's actually cool because it's still going to – I mean, it's never going to miss. It's 
it'll get us just due next year. Yeah. And if it's oh, so it's giving more people chances to yeah. win things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested to see what wins this year. Westwood yeah. was like, Thank uh, God. so we're going to quickly go through the nominations, and then if we can, uh, we will do our predictions closer to time. We're not going to do that tonight, but we will talk about anything we're upset about Isn't or anything there like, like that. Like 95 categories. There are. We're not going to do every single category. Okay. I will do the major categories. Uh, outstanding. No, Jayla. No. <laughs> uh, outstanding drama series uh, nominees: Better Call Saul, The Crown. House of Cards, The Handmaid's Tale, Stranger Things, This Is Us, and Westworld. That's a hell of a fucking lineup. This Is Us wins, man. I'm going to just... Get ready. Sneaky sneaky shot at it. A lot of old people at the Emmys uh, behind the Academy, and Mm -hmm. they really have this nostalgia love for network. TV. It's why they've been slow, so slow to get on the Netflix train because it took. It was big years before they started nominating shows from Plus, that. Gigantic fans, old people of Milo Ventimiglia. <laughs> True story. Uh, you know what they're not fans of, and just don't give a chance is anything having to do with a comic book property. True story. Legion got fucking snubbed. I can kind of understand, like because it's so crowded for uh, best drama. Not Aubrey Plaza. Uh, Aubrey. Uh, did she get nominated? No. Nothing. nothing. They got 100% shut out. Aubrey Plaza got shut out. And uh, the dude. Dan uh, Stevens got shut out. And he should he should fucking have a shot at winning. I he still, was so good. I still need to watch more than the second episode of that show. Yeah, you do. God, I was so mad. And Billions completely shut out yet again. That's also bullshit. It's because Bill Noyes was nominated five That's times. That's true. Well, let's go through the rest of the, these uh, basic nominations, and we'll talk about that. Sorry, I got sidetracked because I'm so pissed off about Legion. Still. Uh, yes. Outstanding comedy series, Atlanta. Uh, Blackish, Master of None, Modern Family, Silicon Valley, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, no, <laughs> and Veep. Uh, this is where Game of Thrones is going to be. Yeah. Uh, outstanding limited series, Big Little Lies, Fargo, Feud, Betty and Joan, uh, Genius, and The Night Of. The Night Of is going to win that. Mm, maybe. It's so good. Uh I don't care about standing reality. Watch uh, mm-hmm. I watched a little bit of it, and it was I watched pretty Real good. Genius. <laughs> uh, lead actress in a drama, Viola Davis, for How to Get Away with Murder. God, yes. Every year. How is that? Show I don't still know. I don't know. Claire Foy for The Crown. Yeah, Ali- Foy. Uh, <laughs> Elizabeth, <Holy shit. laughs> Elizabeth Moss for <laughs> The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, best actor. Uh, best actress. Oh yeah, yeah. She's not good looking. Uh, <laughs> took me a minute. <laughs> Carrie Russell for The Americans. Yeah. Evan Rachel Wood for Westworld. Yeah. Damn right. And Robin Wright for House of Cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, lead actor in a drama. Out of, yeah. Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins <laughs> for Westworld. Matthew Reese for The Americans. Live Shiver uh, for Ray Donovan. How that <laughs> keeps happening. I yeah, don't that know. That's another thing people got outraged about, by the way. He's never going to win. Let's just move on. Yeah. He's been honored. No, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm okay with that. Kevin Spacey for House of Cards. A lot of people are surprised about that, actually. A lot of people think they give too much. Like, House of Cards was down and shouldn't have got nominated. I haven't watched it. I can't comment on that. And then Milo Vitamila, uh for This Is Us. A lot of people were pissed about that, too. Told you. They love him. Uh, lead actress in a man. comedy. No fly. Go towards Trey. Uh, Pema Adlon, I believe, for Better Things. Yeah. Uh, Jane Fonda for Grace and Frankie. <laughs> Allison Janney for Mom. Ellie Kimber for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Julia Louis Dreyfus for Veep. Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish. Lily Tomlin, Grace and Frankie. That is a god awful category. <laughs> uh, Go JLD. 
Yeah, true story. She's got I'm, it. I'm for her. No, nah, but I, I almost put money on the, that chick from Blackish Wind. Again? Tracy I like her quite a bit. I don't like that show very much, but I like her She's a lot. She's got a crazy eye like uh, Evan Rachel Wood does, too. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Comedy lead actor Anthony Anderson Nailed for that. Blackish. Aziz uh, Ansari for Master of None. Hell Zach yeah. Galifianakis for Baskets. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Glover for Atlanta. William H. Macy for Shameless. Jeffrey Tambor for Transparency. I need God, to watch, that category stacked. Yeah, I yeah, need to watch uh, Master of None, but, man, uh, right now I'm pulling for Atlanta to win everything with the with I, the, uh, I think it's got a good shot. Limited series uh, lead actress, Carrie Coon for Fargo. Uh, Felicity, <laughs> Felicity Huffman for American Crime. Thank God that show's over. Uh, Nicole Kidman for Big Little Lies, Jessica Lang for Feud, Betty and Joan, Sarah Sarandon for Feud, Betty and Joan. That show looked so awful. Did you say Sarah Sarandon? Susan. Yeah. I might have said Sarah, but it's Susan. And Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> Chuck's favorite for Big Little Lies. The Spoon. And finally, we'll, this is one last one we'll do, uh, lead actor for limited series, uh, Riz Ahmed from the, For the Night Of, Benedict Cumberbatch for Sherlock the Lion Detective, Robert De Niro for The Wizard of Lies. No idea what that is. It's the Bernie Madoff HBO movie. Oh, good call. Yeah, it is. I bet that's I'll really good. I know. I've been wanting to see it. I've also been wanting to see All the Way with, where Brian Cranston's Linda B. Johnson, but I haven't seen that either. Fair enough. I heard mixed reviews on that one, actually. Uh, Ewan McGregor for Fargo, Jeffrey Rush for Joffrey Rush, excuse me, for Genius, and uh, John Turturro for The Night Of. Man, I hope John Turturro wins a fucking Emmy. He was really good in that, He's too. He's so good. Uh, all right, complaints. I mean, thoughts. The Game of Thrones thing. That's about I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> you sons of bitches. I'm pretty upset you didn't go over best production design. I mean, I can't. I got the full fucking list. <laughs> um, I, I'm happy to see all the Westworld love. That was one of my absolute favorite. Man, shows if of Westworld last year. wins best show, I'll freak out. I, I, it's deserving for sure. It's one of my all-time favorite seasons of television, not just first seasons. Like. I thought that show was immaculate. I am almost as excited for season two of that as I am for the current season of Game of Thrones. Like Those are the two best shows on TV right now. Outside of Legion, my biggest gripe is no fucking Rami Malek for Mr. Robot. Yeah, yeah I don't get it. I, I get that if season two is down a little bit and it's a crowded thing, so yeah, yeah maybe get Mr. anything did they? Maybe Mr. Robot doesn't get nominated. No, yeah, nothing got nominated yeah. for it. Rami Malek should be on that list every year that he plays um, a character on that show. Yeah. And I mean, I know I that feel it was like he a took very kind of a backseat during the first part of that season, though. God, he was um, so like he good. wasn't in it. That I, much. I know that it was a very very long shot, but I would have loved to have seen Craig Robinson for um, supporting actor. Yeah, in that. I, I thought he was fantastic. He, the Emmys have the banks nominated. I didn't hear that. Uh, uh, best supporting actor. I don't, I don't think, think I so. did. I didn't read best supporting actor. It was off the little list oh. I did. But yes, he is nominated. Super happy oh, okay. to see um, Stranger Things get a best drama nomination. It's um, not gonna it's, win. Uh, no, it's, it has no <laughs> chance. <laughs> it's nice that it got winning, nominated. Um, the cop. I can't remember his name anymore. He didn't get nominated though, did he? I'm sorry. The, the cop from. Stranger yes, he Things. is for best supporting actor. Did he? Okay, the category. That's yeah. why. Okay, got it. Uh, yeah, I, no, I'm happy. I was huh Hellboy. I was very yeah, yeah. the new Hellboy. Yeah. I was very surprised actually. I mean, we all know our disdain for the show except for Trey. The leftovers season three is like universally loved. Yeah, I was surprised to see it didn't get. Much um, <laughs> I was surprised <laughs> Carrie Coon didn't get two nominations. Supposedly yeah. she's the star in that, and that that's she, my happy laugh. She was great in Fargo, <laughs> and I didn't see her in that. But supposedly she was really good. Bates Motel should have gotten more love than it did through awards. True story. Throughout its run. I get that the best lead actor is crowded, and I get that probably everyone there is at least as deserving. Freddie Highmore never getting nominated for Norman Bates is a sham. It really is. Magician's going to get nominated. Literally never. Because I feel... <laughs> He'll get like nominated at the Sci-Fi Awards. 
That show got nominated one time in its five years, and it was uh, oh, for Vera Bates? Farmiga for playing uh, Norma. Uh, yeah. One year, she was nominated for Best Actress. Which, she she's win. very deserving, too. She's amazing. Freddie Highmore should have got a nomination. That show should also get a nomination at some point. Uh, we didn't um, go over Best uh, Late Night Show. Jimmy Fallon didn't get nominated. Oh, ever he, since, some like... people hate that There show. is a weird turn on that show. Yeah, he, he went, like, like really turn. soft on Trump when he first got... Uh, yeah, and he's n- paying for it, and it's bullshit. It is. It is bullshit. I mean, like I, Stephen Colbert, like who was like borderline being talked about being replaced, yeah. and shot up in popularity because he just hammers Trump all the time, which is fine. You know, that's his prerogative, and I think he's a really funny guy. It's the reason that SNL has become as popular and as good, to be honest with you. As I think SNL is going to win a bunch of awards. Yeah. It's up for a lot. Yeah, yep. and it, I think it wins a lot like, too. I mean, uh, obviously, if you're in some sort of live television news-based, you know, any program, anything like, yes, that's the easy target, but it also is going to get you a lot of love. Um, I. I've been less enthused about the Fallon show just in general, but I haven't seen. His, he hasn't gone as viral as much this year. As it feels like as he has I in the past. I still watch it all the time. I love. I'm it. not saying it's I not s- good. He just still has a lot of fun in his segments, but like, yeah, like none of them have been as. I good. I feel like no one connects with his guests as good as him. Now, granted, I think John Oliver should win this category for as long as he does last week yep. tonight. God, it's so good. But I, Jimmy Fallon not being nominated. James Corden sucks. I get that he does story. carpool karaoke, and, and that's a great it. segment. It's one stupid bit. The though. rest of it sucks. And I don't yeah. even really like carpool karaoke that much. A lot of people do. Um, now, John Oliver, my favorite part about John Oliver is that it doesn't. I mean, yes, he does take shots at Trump a lot, but it's it's he, in the context covers, of like a different. Yeah, but he also covers a wide variety of things that are so far removed from the presidency. Yeah. Like, Man, he's that, smart. That guy's so smart. It, it, he's smart. He's got the best research team in the business. He's like, the best, best like, self has the best self-deprecating humor yes, in the business. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the weak guy's trying to open yeah, jars. <laughs> he's just, they just imagined yeah. me as that weak guy in it, stuck in a room full of mayonnaise jars he can't open. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, the taking on the coal tycoon that he knew he was going to get sued on, like that got him so much coverage. And yes, it started with the Trump wanting to bring back coal jobs, but it went to something completely different. He contextualizes things better than anybody else on TV. I think Trevor Noah gets a lot of hate for no reason either. Um, I just don't I, think he's funny. I think that it's okay. I I think his stand-up is great. I think he's okay as the Daily Show. Um, yeah, just I th- for me, like, and I know Evan will probably disagree with me on this, but John Stewart was so fucking good on that show. Like Trevor Noah is good, I mean, he but he'll never. He's got years. yeah, and he's he's just got like I mean, the footprint there is no too Craig big. Kilborn. Nobody is now. <laughs> Who started that show? <laughs> yes, he did for like what two years after he left Sports Center. Yep, Kilborn was re- replaced by Joel McHale in one show and by. Yep. Um, and he was on uh, Wedding Crashers, right? Wasn't he the bad boyfriend that said, "Don't, uh, don't fuck up my Sure. Shit? I was happy to see uh, Master of None get so much love. Um, it won last year. Well, I know, but I'm happy that second season two also <laughs> okay. got. F- to continue. I was just saying up. it didn't get it before, but, um, plus, but no, like plus I, he totally forgot that it won something last year. Well, duh. But either way, I wasn't making a comment that it, it get, didn't get love last year. I just am happy that to see it get nominated for season it's two. Pretty much I, universally liked more, isn't it? Yeah. I, well, for yeah, me, for I sure, I like season two better. Or uh, or Atlanta don't win best comedy. I yeah. was like, I'll be upset because those are the clear front runners. God, Atlanta is one of the best seasons of comedy television ever. Like also, dramedy. Stop uh, stop nominating Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt for anything. It it's sucks. Story just fucking god awful. Uh, we'll move on. Like I said, there was no billion. Oh, I was happy they finally cut out the Big Bang Theory in all forms. And like, I have no hate for that show, but it it's was just, time. I mean, it's yeah. been nine years of it, basically. Like, it doesn't need a nomination every year. Yeah, um, I agree. And Homeland not 
nominated. I was sad the Americans didn't get nominated for Best Show after finally making it last year, but yeah, it's Cam- crowded. Kerry Russell got one. Matthew Reese finally got. He got one too. Oh, They're both nominated. He's so Claire good. Danes not nominated was a shocker though. Yeah, uh, who's won it twice? But anyways. Let's move on. There's too many TV shows. You will hear about our predictions so in much. September. I thought Matt Walsh getting nominated in Veep was surprising to me after this year's kind of down. Yeah, I mean, I don't watch Veep, so. I know, you like, I know you like him a lot, though. Love me some Tony like, Hale. Oh, yeah, no. To, uh, uh, God, always, Matt Walsh is awesome, but God, Tony Hale is fucking genius. That dude's just show. a great actor. Um, was he in recently? Tony Hale? Yeah. Chuck? Not recently. <laughs> no, he was in some sort of. Veep. No, it's like a disaster movie or something. What the fuck did we watch? Somebody watched it with me. Arrested Development. No. God, it's going to bug no the one's shit gonna out of know. me. Look it up on IMDb Disaster later. movie? Let's 2012. Yeah, we're going to move on. San Andreas. Volcano. Have we seen a disaster movie recently? Maybe San Andreas is the last one I saw. Hang on. That's fair. I think me too. Yeah. I saw Everest. I think that came before San Andreas. Transformers. Though. That was a disaster. <laughs> it sounds great. That was a disaster of a movie, not yeah, a disaster but, movie. But again, he was like, you remember? Tony Hale's in Transformers? Yes, yeah. he's like some shitty like fucking so, scientist who plays literally no role in the movie whatsoever. God damn it, it's so it bad. Comes I think it's going to be a top box. ten movie for me. I Let's watch you. it together. Oh, God, yeah. Can we hold hands? Yes. Okay, Nude. Cool. All right. No, you yeah, guys have, have to be plan. I knew it was something that he didn't. He's like the scientist like who tries to come up with the, <laughs> the hand. like legit way to stop the whole thing from happening. It's an evil no ninja. one cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have cut you out of my life. DC news. Yeah, uh, we got to talk about it. I told yeah. you this. I, I want a civil discussion. I, yes. I, uh, the Hollywood Reporter, who has become one of probably the premier reporter on entertainment, uh, put out a story right before Comic Con or right before the, really the DC stuff of yeah. Comic Con. Uh, about Ben Affleck. We've heard this before. We've heard it from Collider and Variety. Uh, Collider, so, so reputable. Variety, very reputable. But Hollywood Reporter putting this out was an eye-opener for me. Um, about Ben Affleck as Batman. Uh, their report, I want to make sure to get the phrasing right, is that they said that Warner Brothers is exploring uh, replacing uh, Ben Affleck going forward in the uh, Warner Brothers uh, DCEU, the Extended Universe. Um, obviously, Ben Affleck came out the next day at um, at the, uh, the DC panel. panel. Excuse yeah. me, <laughs> went blank there. <laughs> um, uh, and obviously, <laughs> vehemently denied it. And I actually believe on his part, because the initial reports were that maybe that he doesn't want to be a part of it anymore. Mm-hmm. That he's tired of being browbeat by the fans over this, and now right. the script's gone. Uh, he made it. He at least sold it that he really does want to be. I liked his speech about you know yeah. who the hell wouldn't want to be Batman uh, and all this other stuff. Um, there's to, my feelings on this is where there's smoke, there's got to be fire. Uh, if it doesn't, if he doesn't get replaced, obviously we can never know this is true. But just knowing like uh, the level of journalism as far as credibility that the Hollywood Reporter does, as well as Variety, I feel they had at least. Two sources each, uh, whether well placed, that this has to be at least true on some level at Warner Brothers, and it's also says that they are exploring it, not that this is definitely going to happen. So, so yeah, because I I definitely have some strong thoughts about this. Um, So, looking at the original Hollywood Reporter story, the way I interpreted it, so the the phrasing 
according to the story, is uh, first of all, Warner Film Studio Chief uh, Toby Emmerich told The Hollywood Reporter, Ben is our Batman, we love him as Batman, we want to keep him in the cowl as long as we can, in the original story, right? Right. The way that the story read to me was they are preparing for having to replace Batman and or Ben Affleck as Batman and how they would work that into the universe because there had been so much discussion and maybe he had expressed in some fashion at some point saying that he may not want to play the role anymore. The fact that that is combined with, and I know that yes, it's public speak, so he kind of has to say this for now, but the the ferocity in which yeah, he, even if he, he wanted the fuck out, he had to say this. But yeah. he did. But he did convince me. But he is an actor. Yeah, and a very good <laughs> one, actually. Um, I agree with that. I don't. To be clear, I know I can be kind of harsh on DC. I try not to be. Uh, but yeah. uh, it's not has nothing to do with Marvel versus DC. I just haven't been a huge fan of some of their movies. Uh, I don't want to see this happen. I don't want to see yeah. him leave. So the way that this played to me is this is very much a contingency plan, right? Um, also, it came out just a couple days later that Flashpoint. Is and I will cover this in the Comic Con stuff, but well, no, no, no. The, the, we oh. Comic Con news is right now. We're oh, going to okay. go through this too. Okay, the only trailers and the other thing. Gotcha. So yeah, I mean, that's actually what I want to talk about in my next point. I'm going to go into that. Flashpoint was announced as now. Flashpoint is the Flash movie now. It, it looks like it's titled just Flashpoint. It is. Interesting. First thought. <laughs> That struck me kind of off because we've yet to even get Flash in a movie, and you're going to do the world-changing Flashpoint. Yeah. So Flashpoint. But also, if you want to replace somebody... That's the way to do it. Yep. Well, However... to spend $150 million on a movie to replace somebody? I think they... If they're doing this, and it is to change things, it, that's a huge if. I want to be clear about that. I don't think it's just... This, I think it's a contingency plan in case Justice League really underperforms. Yeah. So, to me, I think they'd change a lot if it happens. Uh, yeah, that to me, a Flashpoint movie goes one of two. Because remember, this isn't written yeah. yet, or uh, director, or anything. they have Ezra Miller, and that is it. Yeah, uh, a Flashpoint movie to me can go one of two ways. Either one, it is simply almost like an Elseworlds story where they have the alternate future. Because the reason I bring up the Flashpoint thing isn't so much that it may reset the universe; it's that um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan had come He'd out, kind of teased it, exactly. We could see him as uh, Thomas Wayne Batman from Flashpoint. And a lot of a lot of people are speculating. Uh, you saw that picture. And girl from, uh, what's her name? His wife, because she's Joker in yeah, that universe. Yeah, spoilers. Which would be great. Um, but yeah, like you saw that fan-made poster that I shared like a week yes. before Comic-Con, right? Where it's like the Flash and it's got the lightning behind it and it's got Thomas Wayne. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, I did see that. Like, for, for me... One way it goes is that it is just something that story happens. They do the whole Thomas and Martha Wayne thing, and then it resets. That could also be what the rumors were yeah. about, and it was That's, just misconstrued. That as is well. a lot of speculation as to what happened. Or yes, they do use this as a contingency, as a contingency plan. They hold off on writing it for now until if they League see how Justice League performs, and they're like, "Let's just reboot this." Yeah. I could see Superman being replaced if they did that. The yep. problem is, you can't. I have a hard time buying replacing just a few of the actors, and I have a real hard time. They're not getting rid of Gal Gadot. Gal I know Gal Gadot. they, they so never like, will. They, she is the safe. Did you see? The, your brother posted. I'd seen her before that. It's just Wonder Woman, and you know they did the symbol oh, I, for each one, like spell it for the Justice League poster, and it's like yeah. you alone can save us, and it's just Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah. Well, I posted like during the review process. I saw somebody on Twitter posted it was just a. Uh, an actual comic still of her carrying Batman and Superman on her shoulders saying, I got this. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's basically it. like the life, the real life footage of uh, the DC universe. But in general, like, could it happen? Yes. Am I going to freak out or hit the panic button until it does? No. 
because I take them at face value. Maybe I shouldn't. They're Hollywood people. They have to sell their product before it's out. Yeah, and Warner Brothers has continuously been reactionary and too cautious. Like, have some fucking confidence going forward. I I do think that, I mean, especially with the reaction that this trailer got combined with Wonder Woman's reaction, like, there is a positive spin for the most part on the DC Universe right now. There's a cautious pessimism at the same time. Like, where people think this could totally fall apart again. You know, Justice League may still suck after all. Um, I know there's the reports of, like, the hairy amount of um, reshoots that We're are going on. We're about to talk on. about that, yeah. But, like, I, I'm still willing to give everybody here the benefit, the benefit of the doubt. I think Affleck is my favorite ver- variation of Batman that's ever been, aside from Kevin Conroy. Um, and I just, I, I think that he sticks around. But I think that, yes, the, the problem there is fine. Uh, There's there also a problem with that, that the rumor is he's going to be close to 60 by the time the third The Batman came out because it is a planned trilogy. See, at that point, though, they have already they would have, in theory, already made a Nightwing movie. And I could totally Just see them yeah. using Nightwing as Batman the way they had done. Or even Tim Drake had, had donned the cowl before. So if they want to keep Nightwing as his own property. That just helped kind of fuel the fire yeah. of the rumors. And they can start, like, Matt Reeves is talented enough. He can start, you know, laying those seeds in the first movie if he needed to. Also... Sometimes actors just gotta get replaced. Like even yep. if he just like I'm too old for this and he drops out, you can still be Bruce Wayne and just have a different actor. It's not the first time it's ever been done. Yeah. So I'm okay with that either it's way. Happened several times in Batman. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it has. Uh, we uh, there are have been some uh, reshoot uh, troubles that were reported during Comic Con. Uh, we'll talk about the trailer in the separate show when we go through that. But I felt like you could almost pick and choose what Whedon had shot and what Snyder had shot. Mainly in when the there was, yeah, mainly when yeah. there was daylight. Um, I guess I can see that. I, I don't feel like the actors were there any was different, a little, but the, no, they the weren't. Look of the, the style was, was different, different in spots. It wasn't like j- just jarring, but I was always like, "That was different." I was like, "I bet that was Whedon." Yep. Uh, the reshoots. Whedon. Uh, every movie has reshoots, so when you hear a movie had to do, you know, more. Uh, more filming that is very very common. Uh, the average I was I read that the average uh, reshoot costs between five and six million dollars. Usually takes between one and two weeks. Uh, it, Justice League is looking at two to three months and is go and that most projections have it between twenty five and thirty five million of reshoots and upwards. Maybe some have it at fifty. Fifty we, seems excessive. Whedon might be shooting a lot. We don't know. Uh, the other isn't a bad thing necessarily. The, the, no, it could be a good thing because there are good or bad. There are some preconceived notions, especially in critics' heads, going against DC. You are right about that. This movie is going to have to fight that no matter what. The more Whedon stamp on it, and the more they yep. put him out there, the better this movie will be. Op- people go in open-minded towards, and I think that's not a bad thing. Didn't they say that he's not even getting like a co-director? Yeah, credit? initial reports out of Comic Con was that he was getting a Which co-director report, and then like a day later they came out and said no, it's Which Zack is Snyder. Crazy if they don't. Um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying co-director. Like I mean, yeah. it's very clear what happened. He had to come in and finish the initial. He's going to do months of work him on him to help before yeah. like Whedon ha- or uh, Snyder had to step away. And I mean, he's got the Batgirl movie this coming up, so like it's. Worst. I'm going to get it. Okay. It's really not that big a deal to just say. He he also directed like the Russos do double credits. They, you know, Lord and Miller do like this is a movie directed by two people because of unfortunate, horrific super or circumstances. Yeah, and again, they like, hired him superstances. Yeah, superstances. Well, that's it's a shoe fits. Yeah, that's what uh, superheroes do. They Peter Spiderman. The funny, <laughs> the funniest part of the reshoot uh, trouble story oh, is shit. the fact that Peter they are Spiderman. actually struggling with the CG because. 
Uh, what's his name? Superman. Uh, Cavill. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Mustache? Oh, the mustache. Henry Cavill is the currently filming. Mustache. He's currently filming the new uh, Mission Impossible, in which he has a thick mustache and he can't shave it because they're in the middle of shooting, and he has a thick mustache that they're having to CG out, and they're like having trouble getting it to look okay. So if I see Sp- Superman pop up and Hibbs lips like. <laughs> I will laugh. So by far. the way, they've there's been fans that have redone mustaches on Superman from Man of Steel, the first Man of Steel. It's <laughs> hilarious. Fantastic. First of all, they're huge. I'm gonna go ahead and say this right here and now, and it takes a lot for me to say this, but fuck you, Tom Cruise. Back the fuck off. Let the man shave his upper lip for God's sake. I mean, that's, that's don't fuck with my Superman. That's a thick mustache. He got to grow back for that. He's manly enough. He could just will it into <laughs> existence. I mean, why don't they just CG the mustache back on? Yeah, or like a prosthetic would yeah. be way easier. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's funny though. Like I saw I an actual steal. They have a shot like from on set, and he's in the Superman suit, and he's just got this big old soup strainer on there. That's fantastic. It really sucks because I mean, I I also could totally see them doing like bearded Superman, which is a thing that has existed a few times, and black suit Superman has done it as well. But not mustachio. Not just mustache <laughs> Superman. And not like, like only for half the movie. Like rocking the <laughs> statesman. Because that's the funny thing. Because. Reshoots cut in like throughout the movie. Yeah, it's so not going to be like it'd be like one scene. Be like no mustache. Pa-pow! Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> so not getting Is that Cheeto. <laughs> no, it's a mustache. It's a blonde mustache. <laughs> so not getting into the trailer too much, but did you see the meme that somebody posted about why the whiskey? Um, vibrates at the end of the trailer. Mm-mm. It was like the the secret deleted scene from. Uh, the the trailer and it's just the Jurassic Park team. Oh yeah, in the, the Superman, Superman cape. And a yeah. cape on. <laughs> it was, it was fucking really funny. hilarious. Uh, all right, getting away from the troubles. Uh, perceived. <laughs> <laughs> I'd <laughs> watch the fuck out of I that. I would movie. too. That makes Superman way fucking worse. Dapper. Would be oh, my that doesn't work. She just flashlight. Dapper man. Uh, yeah, Dapper Man. <laughs> He's a Dapper Dan Man. God, that's his Other DC, I'm a Dapper Dan Man. Other DC news. Uh, Shazam has been officially announced as the next DC movie after Aquaman, which comes out in uh, December 2018. Uh, no Black up. Adam. Yeah, so who oh, does that looks Shazam awful in the video. There's a Dr. Something? Uh, Dr. Savannah. Yeah, uh, that is like almost confirmed now. Is it? Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, and, and he can bring about all kinds of like... Um, uh, monsters and stuff yeah. like that that he can fight. There's this one big fucking demon looking thing that I showed you. Yeah, it's cool. I just still think it's insane. They won't to do not it now that Surtur is coming out. <laughs> True story. I I still just think it's insane. You've got The Rock, who's possibly the biggest movie star on the planet right now, physically, yeah, and in mon- monetarily. I don't know if you know this, but he curls just giant <laughs> cinder blocks that weigh like two tons. It's fair. I thought you were going to say people. Yeah, he just curls too, fat people. But. <laughs> You've got him, who he's really excited about playing Black Adam. Like, Why really excited? Put him in this movie. I get he yeah. has his own movie coming out now. And I think you're crazy. I think there's no way he's a Man of Steel. I mean, too. that's the report, and I think it's okay if they do it. I would love to see. That's a report. The I Rock and Henry Cavill. I don't see it. See, I don't know. It, it depends on what tone they take leading out of Justice League. But Henry Cavill from that Guy Ritchie movie, A Man from Uncle, I could see it. He's not as charismatic, I but think he wasn't Rock bad. Would just make him seem like a yep. fucking just. They it also rack. depends on the way they play Black Adam, though. If he if he's menacing, if he's you know all powerful and intimidating, then they don't need. But Rock can't play that serious. He's just not that good at it. He plays. Well, he does he what he does very well. Yep. But I think he could. 
I just don't see it. I also just think I mean, the closest he gets to playing straight is like ballers. Forgotten the Scorpion King. Thank you. <laughs> Doom, the best CD ever. <laughs> Wait a minute, I can't die. Oh, uh, yeah, I just don't see. It. I do think. I mean, obviously they've got the Black Adam movie coming out. That's hundred uh, percent confirmed. So that's interesting. Uh, Chuck, DC animated films have been announced. Yeah. Uh, first one coming, Gotham by Gaslight, which I'm actually excited for. That was very an cool. Comics, right? 1989. Uh, it was really considered the first Elseworlds uh, story for Batman. Yeah. Um, uh, it's him actually uh, in, as a detective trying to track down uh, Jack the Ripper. It's very. It's a very very cool story. Yeah. I've uh, always wanted to read it. The suit is just superb. Yeah, I love the suit in that. Um, Death of Superman also coming uh, as two different films. I am so excited for that, this. That's cool. I don't know how they're going to stretch that into two though. Or maybe and they've already done like kind of a rebirth. Death of Superman. I guess what they'll do in the first Black one is Superman. him. Well, him being it, killed by Doomsday. Yeah, Doomsday is, yeah, is, is in the life of Superman. And basically. then the second part would be <coughs> the uh, the arrival of the Supermen, which will I was about to say Steel, like Steel, Superboy, uh, Superboy, Cyborg, Superman. Come back and voice Steel. God, it's I a am Superman. <laughs> God, Steel, the actual comic book character, is, he's is not fucking bad. badass. He's, not he's bad. the Iron Man of DC. Yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. That's cool. Uh, and hopefully it uh, builds off the continuity that they built in um, Arkham. As you say, um, well, this is the first actual Suicide Squad animated f- movie, they said. Yeah, they said this is the first one in their animated universe continuity. Out so it's not in the yeah. Arkham. Okay. Because Arkham was in the game continuity. This one yeah, is in. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, which it's cool that it happens. I, could, I can understand why. I wonder if they're going to do the, uh, the black guy uh, Deadshot instead of Just the typical Lawton. I thought there was like the gonna black be a, guy. Yeah, I thought there was just gonna be a comic, the black guy that I didn't know about for DC. It's out. Okay. It just pops up. Gotcha. <laughs> um, well, see you later. And, and I know this is more comic based. Uh, I'd have to say it again on the air though. Frank Miller's Superman Year One. I can't wait for the teaser image of that. Is fucking yep. awesome looking. Um, you saw super, that, right? Superman Year One. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Frank Miller is doing comic. Superman Year One. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Not, yeah, not animated, not movie. but yeah, just straight up. Awesome. Because Batman Year One is badass. Yeah, I it can't wait. Good. Like, if you look at it's different art style than I've seen from Miller in a while. It looks awesome. Um, and finally, uh, for DC, Deathstroke will be back in a big way of season six of Arrow. Yeah, I love that. Arrow is Thank just God. better when Destro- when Manu Bennett is playing Deathstroke on that show. Uh, he is a series regular. He'll be on there throughout, and a, there will be a two-episode arc that is fully dedicated to a backstory of Deathstroke. I actually cool. wish they'd bring back um, their Deadshot, too. I, I, I initially hated their version of Floyd Lawton. Oh, I like him a lot. But toward the end, especially in that he last did. episode, yeah, he did. But, you know, <laughs> comics. Comic books. Man. Well, DC. They've already no done. What's the problem with that? They all, we would also have Harley in that universe if it wasn't for DC. <laughs> well, so they also said no to Deadshot, too, and they're bringing him back. So things Deathstroke. Deathstroke, sorry. Yeah. Um, well, the, I mean, Deathstroke also it, might not be in the Batman movie now. That got rewritten. So the fact that that's rewritten, I think they still use Joe Manchin and then the Elielio um, as Deathstroke. I just think that he could. I, I hope that they make him the villain of the Suicide Squad, too. That'd be cool. Uh, let's move on. Marvel. Saeed, I still don't know how to pronounce his name. Inside joke. <laughs> Uh, the uh, Arabic guy from uh, Wonder Woman, for the best way to recognize him, uh, has been cast to play Amal Farouk, which is the Shadow King in Legion Season 2. Oh, yeah, that guy. I was, for some reason, I was having a hard time like placing his face. Yeah. Face Very dapper. Did you, like, for, like, legit just now get it? Face placed. Got yes. it. It's been placed. 
like face. Comma, the face. Place. I'm very excited about that. Legion, one of the best shows on TV. Go watch it. I'll watch season yeah, one Emmys. episode. The Emmys three don't think so. Yeah, there's only eight episodes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they took them off uh, Hulu. So uh, speaking that. of Legion, Noah Hawley, uh, who is the writer and creator of the Fargo TV series, uh, as well as the Legion TV series, has decided to branch out into movies. And he's going to make a fucking Doctor Doom movie. Fuck yeah. I am so excited. It is so stupid that I've had, like, having to defend this decision to, like, fanboys online. I understand comment sections are dumb no matter what. But, like, people saying, like, do we even really need a Doctor Doom movie? Fuck yes. Yes. He's it's the one part of the Fantastic Four that I'm like, hell yes, give me that, please. They've swung a mist on that character twice now, though. So giving him his own movie now makes sense. Shoehorning him into a Fantastic Four movie where you've got to do the origin more than once. I get why they would have screwed him up because they were focusing more on the team. If you put Mole Man in the first Fantastic Four movie, come on. Yeah, I trust clearly. Noah, I trust Noah Holly. That's my excitement. For I this. mean, I'm in a wait and see position right now. I've been burned several times by Fantastic Four, but and not Doctor by the Doom. guy making this that. movie though. Doctor Doom is arguably the I guess, but I mean, there's been good directors that made shitty movies before. That, I mean, you're you're right. I'm just my excitement is too high. Uh, to me, Doctor Doom is arguably the best villain in Marvel. Um, he's he's a top five villain for me. Yeah, I mean, like in in comics, uh, he's very good. You're right; he's done been done shit so far. I, I'm 100 percent behind Stop you. Stop giving him a skin disease, okay? Yeah, you put him in a fucking suit and make yeah, him I mean, super he, smart. The whole point is he's so vain that the one scar on his face needs to be covered up by that entire metal suit, right? No, he has a fucked up face. I thought it was yeah. just like. I it, it hasn't fast. been a suit in the past. It's I been mean, like his face is fucked up because he put the the mask on when it was still fucking hot, right? That is one version of it, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. I can show it to you. It's okay. fucked up. In this episode, Josh don't know Marvel. <laughs> uh, but yes, I'm actually really excited about that. Uh, and up. Trey's favorite news, the Chan Man says he is now rethinking Gambit, as in he's rethinking of actually pursuing it. You know, I used to really dislike <laughs> Channing Tatum, and then he did a lot of awesome stuff, and now I really like him. I'm no, about to start fucking hating him, nah, him again. Why do you hate Gambit so much? Because he's a piece of shit You're character. You're a piece of shit character. Sometimes. Chain Tatum has said, At least after, I don't have a shitty after accent. seeing Deadpool and Logan, that's the opposite. it has given him a renewed vigor to want to make Deadpool, but the, or excuse me, Gambit. But the weird thing about this is he says he doesn't want to make it rated R. So he quoted, He says you can get away with more now. And he said, there's stuff I just never thought we'd be able to do. And so he quoted the two R-rated movies, which is the best thing Fox has got going right, right now. I think and then that he said he didn't want to make one. I, I think that may have been him playing it cautious for the studio side because he doesn't want to guarantee or say well, anything about it yet. Well, he, um, yeah, because he says that he enjoyed Gambit so much as a kid. It's what made him love the character, and he didn't want teenagers not to be able to see this character. Spoilers. Teenagers are going to see his character. <coughs> yeah, yeah teenagers are going to see fucking rated R movies. Um, I, I, I like love Gambit. Might not, he but. is one of my flat-out favorite uh, Marvel characters in general. I'm really happy that this is a possibility of happening again. I also really like Channing Tatum, so um, I'm totally happy that this is back in the news in a positive spin instead of a it's delayed again, is it ever coming out type discussion. I'm still, still at that at camp. Th I'm still <laughs> at that camp, yeah. Uh, Only because he's going to also play Shazam. <laughs> we'll see. He's perfect for that role. He is. Army Hammer seems to be the leading candidate. I mean, he's all right. We'll see. He's, uh, he's the Winklevi. He's a douchebag. He is a douchebag, but he's also been in two movies that I've liked. So The Lone Fair Ranger. Enough. That was not one of them. A Man from Uncle and Firefight. Social Network? Uh, really? I think it's overrated. Oh my His God. name is stupid. It's really stupid. Anyways. Uh, I think I got the fly. No, Did you knock him uh, into my beard? Probably. All right, I'm going to find out. 
Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, no, he's in there, dude, for sure. Oh, you just drank a fly. Protein. Oh. That was fucking gross, dude. What did the you, fuck? Did you say protein? Yeah, protein. <laughs> Is he? He's not in there. No, he's fucking yeah, in he's there. He's not fucking with you. I wasn't messing around. That doesn't help. Okay. You, anyway, it's not metal. Moving on. He might clink. What? Jesus Christ! Chuck threw me off because he pointed and said he's over there. Sucker! You fucker! <laughs> At least he's gone now. You just drank a fly, bro. Yeah, you might have actually drank it. No, he wasn't in there. You need to check your shit. There. He. Dude, FYI, there's more than one fly in the world. Bullshit. Let's talk about Captain Marvel. Can we do that? Is Not that yet. Uh, no, Michelle Pfeiffer and Lawrence Fishburne have been cast in Ant-Man and the Wasp as Janet Van Dyne, the original Wasp, mm -hmm. uh, and Goliath, which is a character I didn't see coming. No. Especially from Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird choice. It's a weird choice. And then also, the best news, Walton Goggins has been cast in, uh, for Ant-Man and the Wasp, and we don't know what for. Spoilers, villain. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Henchman, maybe? What are you doing? I wanted to see if I could see the fly. Okay. You took cool. a picture recording. inside of your beer? No, I just no he the turned flashlight. the flashlight on, you know, on our video. They couldn't be seen. Nay. <laughs> Nay, I'd say. And finally for Marvel. What's wrong with you? The biggest news. Uh, Captain Marvel, uh, two straight years, a big uh, news nugget at Comic-Con dropping. Um, it will be set in the 90s, pre any uh, uh, MCU stuff that we've seen so far. And uh, perhaps the biggest part of that is the villains will be the scrolls. Fuck yes. Yes. This is a big fucking deal. Um, scrolls, first off, everybody thought that Marvel had the rights because they have been so often been um, X-Men villains. A lot of the stuff in space outside of like Guardians mean, territory. They thought Fox had the rights. Yes. Um, X-Men and Fantastic Four is what I think. Yes. Yeah, that, that's definitely a lot of where they. But they've crossed over at. so much. It's one of those that they share rights on. Uh, gotcha. James Gunn actually has a nice little post on how it's possible uh, on Facebook. If you want to go read about that, I'm not going to get into it. I'm sure you won't see Super Scroll though. You might. I mean, he's got the powers of the Fantastic Four. That is one. Super Scroll is a type of soldier. There are multiple su uh, Super Scrolls. That he just is absorbs powers basically. Yeah. All he's right. how. This news does nothing for me personally. I don't know shit about the scroll. I'm going to um, tell you why it's a big deal. Okay. <laughs> uh, me and Trey were having this conversation. I might have mentioned it to you guys earlier. We've been building into Thanos since the beginning of Phase 1. There's a big bad. Were we going to have a big bad, big bad in Phase 4 going forward? What was that going to be? I think the scrolls might be it because one of the biggest comic storylines in the modern era for Marvel was called Secret Invasion. And where it's we found out where characters that we have come to know and love that we followed going back to a certain point, like 20 years, were not the characters we thought they were. They, scrolls are shapeshifters. Yeah, wasn't Captain America one of them? Yes. Like, they were being, they had infiltrated America. They had secretly invaded the whole world, really, at that point, replaced a lot of superheroes. And then it turned out, like, real versions of people we even thought were dead still existed because just the scrolls had died and it was this she it makes this where daisy johnson from you may know from agents of shield was introduced in the comics it is a big fucking deal they did that uh, arc on uh, uh avengers cartoon yes they did it was awesome this could be a huge setup and i i really think it's what they're doing otherwise there's no reason to put this in the 90s 
Yeah, putting it in the 90s makes it like very interesting. So how many of the current superheroes are going to wind up being scrolls? Everybody they need to recast. <laughs> it's a Fair. really it's a really smart way to do it. Cap. That's that Thor. is smart. Yes, being able to do it that way. Um Cap for sure. Yeah, Chris Evans is done. Like after Infinity War Part Two, know that this is not a negotiation. Like he's never going to be in again. That dude can wear a beard. Yeah, he can. The good news about that is whether they do scrolls or whatever. Like, and we've talked about this before, obviously, but there's been like 27 versions of Cap. So yeah, it's okay. They have unlimited uh, like options there. I mean, so the, we're predicting this movie to not be some like big global scale in which the scrolls are known in any way. It's more going to be almost not espionage in a way, but because like this the, won't take place on Earth a whole lot. Okay, that's that's my question because really the thing that stands out to me is obviously you know comic movies are getting bigger and bigger and more bombastic, and we're setting this prior to the MCU. I don't feel like the confirmation of aliens existing ever happened before I, the Avengers. I think right? the big like space stuff is going to be like taking place in a different part of the universe where the scrolls are at, and then the, the stuff happening on Earth is not going to be in the big Marvel universe. Stuff. The That's oldest war in the universe is Kree versus Skull. Captain Marvel is half Kree. That's where she gets her powers from, and this is about. The Kree Scroll War is what this is. This isn't about the Secret Invasion. I just think it's going to set it up because yeah. I think it's the reason you would do this. Uh, but we, Nick Fury is in this, so obviously some part takes part in Earth or he was in space at some point, and he's going to have two eyes, which would be funny, and we'll probably see how he loses his eye in this. Would be I would imagine. <laughs> I hope Carol does it. I'm assuming That'd it's a Three Stooges thing that just goes <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do that against a super-powered super person and shit happens. Or super-powered. Yeah, super-powered. I warned you, this is going to be a long show. That's going to do it for all our news. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of break for YouTube. Uh, guys, this is the end of our first video. Make sure you check out our second part. We're going to talk about what we're watching. We've got a lot of big TV shows. We've got the Game of Thrones uh, premiere, uh, Ozark's premiering, a big show on Netflix. A uh, ton of shows that we finished, including Better Call Saul. We've got a lot of movies that are huge. Uh, Dunkirk, Valerian, uh, Planet of the Apes, a lot of shit to talk about. So make sure you check out that video. Uh, for you podcast folks, just stay tuned. Hey, Chuck. Yeah, Evan? You like chocolate, right? Well, sure. And you like fish? Oh, yeah. Well, I have a treat for you. Allow me to introduce you to Gelton Smelt. Gelton Smelt? Tell me more. Well, Chuck, it's 100% Hanukkah Gelt chocolate melted over only the finest kosher smelt. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Oh, it is, Chuck. Whether you're the leader of the Hollywood foreign press or a lonely lawyer perusing J-Date, Gelton Smelt will have you saying it's the chosen one of cho kosher chocolatey fish. Where can I find this? Well, it's available at all your local Feynman's Pharmacy and Grocery. Tell them Josh sent you. Gelton Smelt, another fine product from Juco. It's Jewish as fuck. Lachaya, motherfuckers! And we're back. It's a good break as always, Trey. As always, Evan. And as always, welcome back, YouTubers, uh, for part two. As always, YouTube. As always. That's or recently, up, right? you know, for the revamped YouTube. What? Yeah. I just said that's messed up, right? Oh, yeah. They didn't hear that. Stuff. Facebook did, though. Whoa. Hello, Facebook world. For whoever's watching, I don't keep track of that because I don't care. He does not like our Tell him how you really feel, people. Evan. So the news segment is over. It's time for what you're watching. But I'm going to go back to some recent news that was not covered. News. James Cameron wants to make a new trilogy of Terminator oh, movies. God damn it. 
It's good news. You're Don't fucking worry. right. It is. It's, it's coming after news. five Avatar sequels. No, he's, he'll push back Avatar for this. Yeah, you know that's what's gonna happen. He makes the good movies before the shitty ones. God, I want it. True story. I hope Terminator comes out. I, I hope it goes with the Star Wars schedule. Maybe Disney will buy it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> would there be like one of the series and yeah. then an offshoot yeah. movie? Yeah, yeah, like, like a, the backstory of the T one thousand. Exactly, a Terminator story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to. Oh my god! I want that world. I know, right? And I want a Terminator movie that happens like on actual like D Day, like when the machines. Uh, yeah. Just the uprising actually happened. It'd be great. Yeah, then we mean, have T3, like T three is about the start of it, but you don't see like the like nukes dropping. Like you see them launch and all that stuff, but I want to see like the after like the direct aftermath of that. What about a, a Terminator theme park? Yeah, why not? Sure. Also, some crossovers. They started with the Hall of Presidents. I want every roller coaster controlled by Skynet. But think about, like, they <laughs> no could give... No, you don't. That's a mistake. Yeah, it really is. They could give, like, They could give all the people in the park, <laughs> like, fake, like, laser guns, basically, and they, like, all the cast members fake. can be... All the cast members can, like, be dressed up as Terminators. You get points for everyone you shoot. Hope you don't ever open a theme park. Who thinks that was the longest sentence that's ever been spoken? (laughs) It's up there. Josh, raise your hand. (laughs) I'm going to Chester Bennington. Ooh. Damn, dude. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, No. (laughs) So, uh, how about them movies and stuff, huh? (laughs) TV shows? It was a long sentence. Y'all are mean. That was a long sentence. Y'all are mean. That's all I'm saying. That was quite the step. Y'all are mean. There are boundaries, man. (laughs) I said nice things about you guys earlier, and you're picking on me. It's literally what we do. I know, and it makes me feel sad. Everybody picks on everybody. I'm old. It makes me feel God, sad. God, he's so old. Hey, that's fair. Look at him. Trey can't multitask. Nope. And he has a shit memory. Yeah. And a shit liver. And I don't even know what we're talking about. He can't multitask. <laughs> Isn't that right, Trey? Yeah, that's right. Never heard that before, have you? Nope, never. <laughs> you guys realize that's that a new one. serious, right? What are you always going to remember? Huh? Oh, yeah, of course he didn't remember that. You know what I'm talking about. Of course I do. Oh, that helps. Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> Apostrophe. Dynamite. You always remember the apostrophe according to you. That's the universal sign for the apostrophe. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't speak sign <laughs> you language. <laughs> you don't know apostrophe is this? <laughs> I literally just did that. It's like you're a ghost to me. <laughs> it's like the, the lady in Fargo. Do you have trouble with automatic doors? <laughs> I don't know what it is lately. I just have not seen things or like, you've done. Or like automatic faucets and stuff? Is that an issue for you? Oh, I'll carry Coon. You should be hugged by a Minnesota <laughs> cop. It'll like, fix everything. You're like Harry Coon. <laughs> Harry Poon? That's also a thing that could be real. <laughs> oh, we have derailed. <laughs> oh, Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, let's go into what we're watching. Let's make this the smoothest transition longer. of all time. Oh, uh, let's do uh, some of the uh, previews that we've watched. Ozark. Yeah, a Netflix joint, a Jason Bateman joint, all around lead actor and directed by. Yeah, is the whole thing yeah. directed by him or just? I know the, the first episode is. Yeah, all I've watched. Same Did here. You get to watch this. Was that Laura Linney? Was it was it Laura, Laura Linney. I'm kind of ambivalent towards her. I'm not the world's the biggest show, fan. I didn't see it. Okay, <laughs> tell me all about it. <laughs> um, well, it takes place in the Ozarks. Not, not yet. yet. It's going to. <laughs> that you saw or heard? Yeah, it's Damn in it. stereo. <laughs> Did you guys like this? I loved it. I did not want to like it, 
but I fucking loved it. It's a really good show. It's yeah. so good. What's it, it starts, about? So it starts off depressing as hell. Jason Bateman is just a financial uh, aide, basically, or a financial advisor, advisor yeah. um, who seems to just the hate... financial aides. <laughs> yeah. He seems to kind of just hate his life. Like, he's got some shit kids who don't appreciate him. He doesn't seem to make a whole lot of money. His wife, Laura Linney, is cheating on him, and he's literally watching the spy cam porn in the office on his computer while talking to prospective clients. Later, he watches it while she's sitting on the couch yeah, next to him. Yeah, just staring at the back of her head. Just mean mugging her going. <laughs> Basically. Like, which we were supposed dude. to not know at that point in time, right? It wasn't until you saw her face that you were supposed to know. But the, In the office, you didn't know. Yeah, yeah in the office. Immediately, you, though, yeah. you knew, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but then it turns out that... Their financial aid, uh, their financial advisory, I guess, is um, the upfront. It's a drug money laundering. For the second largest car- drug cartel in Mexico. Yeah. It uh, shit goes south. It's a turn, and it's a hard turn. Wow. Everybody but yeah. Jason Bateman gets shot in the face. Spoilers for the first episode, but yeah, they don't live. Uh, it's about <laughs> 20 minutes in. What that girl? dude, his partner, has been shot in the face twice this year. Oh, is it the dude from um, Quarry? Yeah. <laughs> He gets that face exploded. But yeah, like some woman in the middle of the meeting where the drug dealer is like, you guys are stealing money from me, basically. She goes to like powder her nose in the bathroom because she's freaked out. And like two minutes later, he just like blatantly walks by and blindly just shoots through the door like it 10 times. He a clip into the bathroom. Fuck. And everybody's like, Because Jason Bateman is, yeah, Jason Bateman's like, stop fronting on us. You're not going to do anything. We make too much money for you. And he's like, I'm just faking. And he fucking blows that door down. It's amazing. It's a really good scene, and then like it turns out that his partner had been laundering money, had been stealing money, uh, and had skimmed eight million dollars uh, over three years. And uh, he's about to shoot Jason Bateman, and he's like, "I can make it up to you," because his partner had come to him with a plan about uh, the Ozark uh, Lake in Missouri, which has more coastline than the state of California. And also, it turns so, out, yeah, yeah, and, uh, uh, white collar so people he, visit it all. He the has time. a brochure, and like in the last ditch effort, he throws out the pitch <laughs> and acts like it was his idea. And he's like, I can make you five hundred million in five years, all this other stuff. And so he gets put on this like crazy deadline to get his money back to him. Eight million in forty eight hours. Yeah, and then, then he has to be more hours to moved move by the end of the week, and and then he has to set up shop immediately. And like we, he's just now getting to those arcs and uh, where we end episode one. It is slow at times, but it's thrilling. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's very, very intense. In, show. Yeah, I was gonna say that exact same thing. Um, I. Really wanted Laura Linney to die in this episode. I know that <laughs> she wasn't a going to. Bitch. She's the worst, and she made it worse every second. Like when she, um, again, spoilers, but when she decides to go to her lawyer, lover, or whatever, and tell him everything that's going on, and then he convinces her to empty the bank account. Not a smart move. No. Turns out. The lawyer gets thrown out a window, and it's awesome. Just Jason Bateman is like going to confront, to confront her, her, and he dude just lands in front of him from his like yeah. 80th floor apartment. Like, and he That's just stands there, and he looks around, and like a bunch of people on the street like start goes, looking and nope. everything, and he just like calmly turns around, gets in his car, and drives <laughs> Yeah, the whole time he's like, up until that scene, there's like two minutes of him just like mumbling to himself like you're gonna fucking into my bank account you want to on me, me i'll fucking yeah. take yeah. it yeah. like basically like kind of going through what he's gonna what say you would in do in that situation probably <laughs> and then he shuts the fuck up when a dude falls from the yeah, sky he's, he's like all right <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome yeah i'm i'm yeah i'm really excited for where that show's gonna go i'm gonna keep up i'm also it. impressed with jason bateman doing like drama yeah he's i'm not a, a huge jason bateman guy this is yeah i like him pretty first. well but I'm just he's hit or miss for me, well. but he's good in this. 
What was he? Oh, uh, Central Intelligence. He was the douchebag, like former yeah high school member or uh, classmate. And douchebag comedy is like his wheelhouse. Yeah, I don't love because I don't love Arrested Development, but I like him I in a either. lot of movies that I've seen. Um, yeah, he is very good at drama. He just he plays a down on his luck guy really well. He's yeah. just, like he's a perfect everyman, so you believe it when shit just doesn't go his way. That's fair. Let's talk new AMC comedy, Loaded. Josh, what did you think? Uh, the first half of the episode was decently funny. God damn it. I tried. You should have been Olympist. That show fucking sucks. It is hot garbage. I can't believe you like this. It, it, was, it was decently hot, funny as well. Hot garbage. I, you should have been angry that I made you watch any of it. No. Damn it, I'm mad. It I did, sucks. I you made it farther than I did, Josh. Really? I stopped watching after about seven minutes. I thought you hated this. It was really funny because Evan kept texting me like, don't watch this. I'm trying to Olympus Josh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad I watched it, but I also didn't finish it. Like, It is easily in my top three worst shows of the year. Yep. It is so... Oh, shit. No, I got to watch crazy it. Crazy not funny. I mean, maybe you guys like... It's trying to... Placebo affected me or something, but... Placebo? Placebo. Oh. I had an L there. Placebo. But, yeah, like, I mean, it also could, <laughs> it could help that, like, I was watching it literally in between phone calls light. at work, so I wasn't paying attention. God, horribly. the jokes are the, bad. The, yeah, they are. The friend who is just wasting all the money, I did hate immediately. Like, the guy who's just... Filling, uh, I don't know if he even got this far. He filled a bathtub with Don Perignon and then just took a, like, sat down in it naked. The guy of color? Yes. Shocker. <laughs> the only funny part of what I watched was when they got that singing telegram, the barbershop quartet to sing Suck My Balls. <laughs> I, and that, wasn't that in the preview? I don't know. Maybe. I, do I remember the fucking preview? Fair. Well, okay. either way. I'm more angry that you tried to do that to me and I snuffed, uh, snuffed it out and then gave the show a shot anyway. I'm proud of you for watching this that was on the list. <laughs> I mean, again, I overlooked it, so I watched it in a hurry today. But, yeah, I mean, this show I don't know. Sucks, it wasn't. Man. It wasn't offensive to me. It wasn't Never anything I was going to watch past this. episode one, but it wasn't offensive. So it's a me. cut for you guys? The hardest. Like, it, it tries really hard to be something like Silicon Valley. Yeah, it's nowhere near it. I mean, that was the thing that more bothered me is that you guys, like, like I get That's why. what it's going for. I get why soon that. Yeah, it shouldn't be an hour. God, it's not funny. Um, the guy who's, like, angry for being a coder who's being overlooked, their almost Jared-type character, is not funny. No. I guess you're right. It does kind of suck. It, it sucks, sucks so hard. Maybe I was trying to convince myself. Man, I, I hate it. I don't know. I now I don't know what Don't watch it on AMC. Own it, Josh. I really don't know what to own think it. anymore. I own confusion. That's fair. Loaded was pretty good, huh? It's pretty well, great. It kind of was. <laughs> you know what was kind of good? Salvation. Salvation was awesome. I really liked this episode, I, episode one. I was like, I'll get this it's over with. It's interesting how much you guys like that. I like this. Now, it is generic as shit. But it's, that's my I'll, wheelhouse, though. But I leave it. <laughs> <laughs> generic? Touche, Trey. Touche. I'm just saying generic network television generic is something I love. Generic on CBS is literally Trey's home. Like... <laughs> I don't like NCIS. You love Bull. Bull is fucking Bull. Great. Bull's a well-made show. Kevin it is. Wait. I like also the first one. Now I'm never going to watch it more. I liked Kevin Could Wait. I'm God. just never going to keep watching it, especially now that it's a completely different show. That makes me want to watch it more. I'm, I'm a so little excited. Bit more intrigued by it. <laughs> I want to know what's going to happen. Um, uh, no, I thought this was cool. Like, I mean, it's definitely a cookie cutter story. Yeah, uh, Chuck. I take it you didn't watch this either. Nope. Okay. Um, it's yeah. It's <laughs> not it this week. <laughs> Dollywood, yo. It's not breaking any molds. I am wondering when I'm going to get it confused with Deep Impact and Armageddon, but eventually it's going to happen. It's a smattering of both. Yeah. The difference is this has Elon Musk light 
Yeah, this basically. <laughs> all right, so the story of this is that we find out there is an asteroid headed at Earth, and America has found out about it. They don't know how to stop it. They, the very small amount of people in the government actually yes, know about this. And they're actually killing people that find out about it, like other scientists. Yeah. Um, Damn. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to like, keep it in a wrap. They have like this Elon Musk panic. guy that is like wants em- to colonize Mars. Is fucking his performance, by the way. Uh, yeah, but I really? like him, dude. That first speech he's giving about colonizing Mars, he basically is just one tone eh. the entire time. Anyways, it's but, not uh, it's not distractingly bad. And he's convinced to finally like come up with a new way because the technology doesn't <laughs> exist to like divert this uh, asteroid, and so he's going to invent it. In the 186 yeah. days they have, I will say um, the reason he knows about it is this, this kid, kid from the MIT. The main character, yeah, um, finds out about it. Tells him, I love that dude. Really? I, I think like, he's I like the character pretty well. I did not think he was a good actor. I mean, I, he's certainly not going to win any awards. I mean, he's a CBS actor. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, yeah I just I like the character a lot. I like that girl he was hooking up with. She was hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was. Yeah, you know the. Stereotypical, now we, now we incredibly hot, <laughs> stereotypical, incredibly hot, nerdy sci-fi, sci-fi author, writer. Right? What, what the fuck? Um, TV man. But I will say, <laughs> was anybody else annoyed at the at the fact that like aliens, the, man? The big proving point for the MIT guy in basically in the government scene where they're being told what's going on is him using like almost exact lines from Armageddon about not being able to nuke the uh, yeah. asteroid out of space. They were like, shit, he really knows his shit. We can't do that because all the pieces of the asteroid. I'm yeah, like, I'm like Motherfucker. Owen Wilson said this shit. <laughs> like, God damn it. If Bruce Willis ever taught us anything. Yeah, right? You got to drill in to nuke it. Yeah, you don't want to miss a thing. Oh. oh. I still like that song. I love that really? movie. Really? I love that movie, and I like that song. That was oh, that probably sucks. the most overplayed song. Oh, it was the most overplayed song, but I still like it. And that. I like Aerosmith, but man. Yeah, but fuck that song. Uh, Crying's a good song. What? Crying. It is. It is a good song. Uh, Gypsy. Oh, Another forgot. Netflix joint. I forgot about Gypsy. It's the first three minutes of this is boring. Of course you forgot about it. Yeah, somebody tweeted a picture about... Oh, Taiko Matiti tweeted a picture about working with her, and I was like, oh, yeah. You're like, who is that? Like. Oh, yeah. Uh, I almost texted it to Did you. anyone else watch this, uh, this, me and Trey? Nope. Chuck is playing the uh, role <laughs> of Josh Barnett today. Yeah, but I'm not going to sit over here and get pissed about it. <laughs> is that what I do? Yeah. No, sometimes. Last week, last week was a, a very good example. I get bored sometimes, <laughs> but I don't get pissed. You get mean mug when you get bored then. It's a gypsy. <laughs> what do you think, Trey? Hmm. Um, I liked it a Outside lot. Outside the first three Outside minutes. Outside the first three minutes, which, which I don't get. No, so, no I, I, I texted you guys saying, like, gypsy is boring me. What should I watch? And it was just one of those <laughs> nights where I was like, I didn't want a, like, very serious, straight-laced, like, kind of slow-paced show. I wanted something. And fuck, is it slow? Yeah, it very much is. Oh, yeah. I just wanted something different. was the most Trey ass conversation that's ever traded a Trey. <laughs> that's like, fair. Man, I love this show. Did you hate the show? No. Here's a picture of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never hated the show. I was just bored. Um, but you like the show now, right? I do. I do. It is very, very slow. Um, but I enjoy it quite a bit. It's no Ozark, but it's still a pretty solid show. I agree with all this. It's actually a really good show. Yeah, no, I'm, t- I'm totally going to watch the rest of it at some point. You get to see Naomi Watts' boobs. You do? Hmm. Josh will never remember them. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but for that, oh, that's yeah, be watching and be like, whose boobs are those? <laughs> <laughs> 
Actually, while watching the show, Josh is like, who is this person? I love the idea that I just have that disease from trial and error, but it's only for Naomi Watts. And it's a legit thing, because it's been on more than one thing. I know. It started with Birdman, and you would get after it, and I was like, Naomi Watts is pretty good. She's a blonde-headed comedian or chameleon. You were like, Naomi Watts, and you were serious. You were like, Naomi Watts wasn't fucking in that. I was like, the female, other female lead outside of Emma Watson? You're like, oh, my God. And then it happened again. I don't even know on what. And you're like, oh, shit. It's happened on this show a couple of times. Oh, yeah. On Gypsy. I'm telling you, I just can't rec- I don't remember her face. She's attractive. She, she is, is, I think. I like her. <laughs> and she's a good actress in this. This The show, we, we finally figured out what it was about shortly before it actually came on. But uh, I don't know if she's, like, wanting to lead these other lives or if she's so emotionally invested in her clients, like, she's trying to live their lives. Yeah, when I'm sitting in, it's kind of hard to tell, but, like, clearly she's, like, basically taking on the personas of she's a therapist yeah. or a psychologist. And trying um, to get in their head. Yeah, she's, like, taking on basically their personas of, the, like, the most kind of crazy patients like she, she has. Like, she has this uh, kind of, like, sad sack uh, ex-boyfriend that has uh, that his... Uh, Does he do that? He got with this really outgoing, like, yeah, very Ted. attractive girl... That made him do crazy things he'd never done, and then like he, she became his old world, and then they broke up, and like eight months later, like he is really struggling with it. Yeah. Well, she starts like she engineers like a way to meet her, and it has a different name and persona. <laughs> she's and basically she's, trying to date her. Yeah. Is what it appears to be. Yeah. And then she goes and meets like the other client's mom and our daughter and all this stuff. Um. So yeah, it's interesting. I like it a lot. I like yeah. her. Uh, it's uh, super well made. Billy Crudup's her husband. I like him a lot in it. Yeah. He's kind of got, like, creeper face. He does. Like, I was going to say rape face, but I don't know if it's quite that. Because see, his assistant's hot. Uh, yeah. I wonder if he's banging her in that. Do you think he's banging her? Probably. She's all worried about it. That seems like a thing. I don't want to think of Billy Crudup. Man, she gets him. naked in a lot of movies. Yeah, she's been naked before. It's just a, a lot. Thing. I don't remember it. <laughs> Surprised you didn't know that, Chuck. God almighty. <laughs> I missed a lot of things. How's the jihad going? <laughs> but he was God, it'd be great if you tried to pull this page up and it was blank for you. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I wish I could engineer that. <laughs> oh, if he only I was popping up other actresses. He's like, oh, it keeps popping up, yeah, you know, Claire Dades. Yeah, uh, what? No. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And the biggest premiere of the past two weeks is Game of Thrones. I saw the first episode of that. Do you want to step out? We yeah, got episodes two is a big deal. Like, if yeah. you don't want to spoil, do you want to step out? Because we really need to talk about it. Yeah, okay. and like every episode this season, you convince me. Shut up. Deal. I'll yell for you. Stay close. The first episode I was not impressed with. By the way, what? It was boring. Get out of here. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't want you on here anymore. I've, you're off the show. Boring. We're calling Matt Lewis. <laughs> we're not going to call no. Matt Lewis. If you're watching, we're not going to call. No. Sorry, bro. I don't have your number. That's the main reason I'm not going to call. I know you're still on my Twitter, but that's about it. The Twitters. You don't use Twitter. All right, so Chuck's insane. The first episode of this was great. It opened strong. It was a little slower than I wanted. Really? Especially because it's a shorter season. I kind of wanted, like, action the whole time, all the time. So you, you remember how literally though. every premiere episode of Game of Thrones has been like that, right? Yeah, but this is, like, a shorter season, so, so I was expecting a little quicker to pace. To me, this felt, like, faster than all the other ones. It's still slower than what the rest of the season's going to be, but it still felt faster, and there was just so many awesome moments in that whole episode. Like, I mean, it wasn't bad. I'm not saying that. It was slower than I expected. Man, from start to finish, I was, I was pretty much all in on that episode. I thought it was great. Probably my favorite season premiere it's ever that had, little more the first episode. yeah the very first one we should, premiere. that little mormont girl is she spectacular could, yeah. yes, she, she should is. win 
<laughs> it's fair. What were you about to say? You said it technically. Spoilers. Check, but yeah, spoilers for the first two episodes of Game of Thrones this season. Also, for you YouTube users, watch my second episode review. Indeed. On where he wants to punch Reek. Or just anyone. You don't have to <laughs> yeah. be a YouTube user. To Look for my to face doing this. Because it's totally, he's totally Reek in that moment. Like, he is not Theon again. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Man. Uh, but yeah, I thought the premiere was great. Um, I thought Samwell's scene was kind of hard to watch. And they did it again in the second episode. The second episode was worse. Was it? To me. I like, the know, first man. one to him just doing the soupy poop, that was, uh, you know, whatever. That's the funny soupy to poop me. is my least favorite <laughs> sex move. <laughs> Poor Chuck, when you need him. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. There's a lot. Of, you got Danny arriving. Uh, yeah. There. You get a Which little, was a big moment. Yeah, Jon Snow becoming the king of the north, like, kind of accepting it, I guess, and Sansa looking kind of pissed about it. She always um, looks kind of pissed. That's very true. How about the introduction to the whole season? Arya as Walder Frey basically red wedding the whole fucking Yeah, race. they got their own red wedding and it was the tits. And it had yeah, it like the awesome. best line of the year. Yes, the when, North yeah, remembers. When, when people ask what happened to the phrase or no, when people ask what happened here, just tell them the North remembers and what is it? The, uh, Arya Stark came, or no? Winter has come for the phrase. Yeah, winter has come for the phrase. God, before that, the sneaky hidden line that is going to get glossed over because that was so awesome was when she was still as Walter Frey. She was like, "Oh yeah, leave, uh, lead one, uh, try to kill the pack, leave one wolf alive, or whatever." Oh yeah, Le- know, uh, leave leave one wolf alive, and the pack is still uh, uh, strong or something the, like that. Yeah, yeah come back. I feel like you nailed that. It was <laughs> badass. Uh, we, we remember. Tra- yeah, we trade the fuck out of it. At least I fucking know. Happened. So just not try. I will uh, try. I'm I'm clearly pissed. We didn't get more Brandon in episode two. Oh, they I always wanna, do that. I know. I want to know what's happening. Yeah, and we didn't give him. We didn't get. Uh, He's being blind and shit. Two. That's what's happening. Yeah, we didn't get the Hound. The Hound's not going to be in every episode. No, but I did like what they did with him in episode one, that kind of redemption for the character in a way, getting to uh, see him feeling some sort of sorrow and remorse for the family, the uh, the father and daughter that he killed. He didn't kill them, by the way. I he, thought he did. No, he left them. He just told... they. Arya wanted to help them when Arya was with him, and he said they'll be dead before, through the winter. There's nothing we can do for them. Like, we're not going to help them. We're fucking moving on. Okay, I could have sworn he did. I thought so too originally. I went back and looked this up. Um, so episode two, much more action packed. Yes, Euron Greyjoy is a goddamn maniac. All right, so that's what they had to show that he is a badass. Like they right. kind of talked about him being a badass, but he hadn't been around enough to show that he's a and badass. They what did it. Better way than fucking Jack Sparrowing down on a giant on a Kraken arm yeah, or something. Like, Onto an enemy ship and just murdering everyone. When it came out of nowhere, the fireballs from his thousand ships are just raining down as his fucking world breaker ship comes roaring in. Yeah, Yara is, so is like, cool. Yara's just looking around like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, and then mercifully the sand snakes are gone because they, in the Two books, they were so cool. And they have sucked throughout the show outside of when they have been topless. I'm sorry if that's sexist, but I at least enjoy because they're very attractive. But they've done nothing. Yeah. Um, But but two, yeah, two died hard and are now on the mast of his ship. 
just hanging. One's hanging. The other one is pinned to it through her two swords that impaled her. The other one, I think, still alive. She, she's still alive. I was surprised. I mean, I think we all thought that his prize to Cersei would have been Tyrion. Tyrion was my first guess. I There was rising money on that it was Gendry. Gendry uh, is almost all but confirmed to be back. He yeah. went to the premiere for the first time in like four years. There's apparently set photos of him in costume. He sent out a, te- a tweet two, two seasons ago at the end of the season that just said, still Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of people thought like with the premiere or the tease of this episode in the description saying that Danny gets a surprise visitor. Yeah. That it would be him. And, uh, there's a theory that he's going to be the one to forge the weapons of uh, Dragonglass because he is a blacksmith. Yeah, and, and book readers thought that the prize may also be... In the books, there is a legendary... like I think it's a horn that can control the dragons. Everybody thought it might be that. I don't think they're ever going to bring that into the show. Um, but it turns out he just wanted the other Greyjoys and taking out the fleet that they had, and he did it. He did it. He um, had Yara in a chokehold, and... Uh, Reek slash Theon has a chance to fully... I mean, he redeemed himself last year to an extent by saving Sansa. And so he's got Yara, his sister, in chokehold. And he's like, come on. And he looks around. To be fair, he made the smart decision. Yeah, but man, like, but it what just, a coward. He just jumps totally off the ship. And his jump sucks. is such a pussy jump, too. Yep. Like, it's perfect. Oh, it's so good. It totally but, sucks. I mean, can we talk about the giant dragon skulls? Especially the big motherfucker under the dread Valerian. Yeah, holy god, man, it's great. And they have this crossbow that can shoot through it. Evidently, yeah, barred the bowman. yeah, they barred the bowman. Did that's what I thought. <laughs> there was so many times though, as they are completely setting up Jon Snow and Cersei and uh, Danny to meet. In fact, we see it's going to happen next week. I just kept looking at Trey, going, "It's happening." Yeah, you did. I was so freaking excited. There's. No better time than when Varys and, and Tyrion are on the screen here. Varys's monologue about why he should be trusted was insanely good. Yeah. Uh, and then you had Diane Rigg as uh, Lady Olana, Tyrion and Varys in the same room, and I was like, just let them talk for yeah. an hour. It's so good. Yeah, that whole thing was it. great. There's uh, some people feeling that Olena may have been behind uh, giving Euron the information where to find the fleet. That would be interesting because no one hates Cersei more than her. Yeah, but she just she, killed her granddaughter. But Olena very clearly wants Danny to be like, you know, you're a dragon, be a dragon. Wants her to attack. So she's, you know, p- some people think she is kind of playing the role of forcing Danny's hand, you know, using the dragons, attack King's Landing immediately. Because all she really cares about is getting revenge on Cersei for blowing up her whole family. So here's also a sneaky scene that might have had importance, but we didn't notice it. Sam had a small part of trying to cure Jorah from Grayscale, which was great. I saw that Grayscale. Oh, God. There's a lot of talk about that now. Well, here's about the thing. him getting Grayscale? It's no. Not, no, it's not that. It's when he talked to the maester ahead of him, Slughorn. Broadbent, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Slughorn is, and I'm sorry, I don't know his name, so I'm going to call him Slughorn because I like Harry Potter. Jim Broadbent is sure. a character. Uh, so he, I'm going to call him Slughorn. Uh, so <laughs> he is like talking about the book. He's like, you know, do you think, so blah, blah, blah. People are going to care about the history of Robert Baratheon and the wars that followed his death and all sorts of stuff. And Sam's like, he's like, what, you don't like the, that name? He's like, it could be more poetic. A lot of people are thinking that Sam is kind of the teller of this whole story and that he is going to write a song of ice and fire as like, Sam will be the one to survive this and to tell this tale. Is that because the line, it, to me, it sounded like he said, I'm not writing it. Like, 
I don't know. I again, I I may not have like heard the line exactly, but to me, it sounded like he was trying to convince Sam of the way that they tell these stories are important. That he was still writing that history, but doing it with you know less fact based and more like telling the story in an interesting manner. Yeah, um, it, it kind of just had more to do with like the whole title thing and the poetic, and it just kind of seems like they're talking about a song of ice and fire. But man, this episode teased me so fucking hard though. Like, first of all, Hot Pie came back. Hot Pie out of nowhere. Out of fucking nowhere. But then... I loved it. Like, her, well, her immediate reaction to hearing that Jon Snow is the king of the north, that Jon Snow is back, like, I got so, like, teary-eyed. I was like, fuck yes. She loves Jon Snow. Yeah. She has to go home. I want to see this. And then they interrupt it. She does it. go home. But she's headed home. Yeah, but they interrupt it with fucking Nymeria... And basically, I and mean, a badass line. I loved it. Yeah, but hearkening back to that, some people think, and I kind of am of the that same she may mindset turn around. that she turns around and actually goes after King's Landing after all, because you know, going home, doing what she was going to do to be the family member again, just as like she said uh, six years ago, that's not her, right? Yeah, because she throws it when Namaria walks away. Because <coughs> Namaria looked awesome, by the way. Giant. It was awesome, Holy and they finally God. answered that because that, that's in the book. She became the queen of all wolves, basically. Um, and she recognizes Arya. She turns away. You know, she's not going to let her pack attack her. But she's like, you know, please come with me. We're going home. You know, you can be with me now. And she walks away, and Arya gets it. And, you know, she's like, and she says, that's not, that's not you. And it's to her line in season one when she told her dad when Ned was trying to tell her, like, you know, be a lady and all sort of stuff. And she looked at Ned in episode, I think, one and said, that's not me. Um, so it's a cool little thing for her character, and I, I liked it. I still think she goes north, though. I don't I, think there's anything she can do in King's Landing. That's my concern is, yeah, I don't know how close she can get, even being, you know, a man with no face, basically. But um, I so wanted her to just, like, burst open the doors after that Nymeria scene in King's – or in uh, – uh, Winterfell, and basically just like Sound of Music, arms out like on a tidal wave of fucking direwolves. <laughs> yeah, I do like, want a wolf army so bad. I was telling Evan, I was like, man, I like, want them to like I get why they did it, but it would be awesome if like yeah, she just took like a wolf army to King's Landing and was like, all right, like I've added. We already so. have like I the Unsullied, and we I have the Dothraki it and is. all this shit. Like it would look so cool though. God, it would be awesome I if the Dothraki just rode in on direwolves. So I broke Eric halfway into this episode with a comment. So um, the Grey Worm scene, um, talking about... God, she's hot. Right, yeah. yeah. she is. So when that sex scene started, first of all, when they closed the door, like the people we were watching with, they were like, ooh, and I just said out loud, I was like, nothing can happen. And then, like, obviously when this stuff started enough. going down um, and, you know, Grey Worm was, like, positioned properly, one of our friends was just like, what's, what's happening right now? And I was like, have you ever just seen somebody clap? <laughs> And Eric fucking broke. <laughs> like, it was amazing. It's a good um, scene. It was a very good scene. And like somebody pointed out, it's like it's been a while since we had like that graphic Game of Thrones like sex scene, and this was the closest to it. But it actually had like feeling behind it. Like, yeah, it was good. I, I it liked it. Sense. I liked yeah. Grey Worm's like little speech and explaining what that actually means. The fact that she was initially um, offended. Mm-hmm. At the uh, I, at the prospect of being his weakness, uh, but then when he explained it, it like won her over. I am intrigued to see what happens when Jon Snow gets to Dragonstone and Melisandre's there, right? It'd be and if and if if he because Davos is with him, right? Yes. So Davos is going to have to go through that again now, dealing with uh, Melisandre. And when if do, does Jon reveal that she basically sacrificed an eleven-year-old girl in her? 
you know, quest for the Lord of Light, and what does that do for Danny and her mindset? Like, it's there's a lot of intrigue going on. There's a lot of factors. Man, we'll find out soon. Only five episodes left, so it's gonna be a hell of a ride. When do we find out? When does Jon Snow find out that he's Targaryen? Like, when Bran gets there. Ah, I'm some, yeah. I, this is the best show on That's TV. Extra. It is. God right. damn it. We're gonna move on. There's gonna be a lot more Game of Thrones to come. Let's talk about some shows that we have finished, however, uh, or at least handful. had on the uh, finished. Uh, list. Chuck, show title, Soupy Poop. Soupy Poop? Soupy Poop is on there. Or Soupy uh, Poop is my least favorite sex move. No. Castlevania, did anyone finish? I watched one episode and never wanted to watch it again. Yeah, I watched like half of it. It was really boring. I watched what we watched. Yeah, we watched one episode. That show sucks. Man, it's, people like it. I don't get it. It's so yeah. boring. I it's, have, yeah. Also, Dracula is a freaking god in that. He can do everything. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I don't have any affinity or any love for the series. I never have. I, we had Simon's Quest, like, long ago, like, on the NES when I was growing up, and I never made it past that first night encounter. <laughs> like, like, the first time that it turns night, and I just, I never have loved that series. So watching the anime, which is an American anime for Netflix, like, I just was immediately missing dialogue because I was bored. Yeah, yeah in the same way. We were bored out of our minds. Well, the dialogue, it, I mean, you can miss whatever you want yeah, it to. Wasn't. It didn't, it wasn't meaningful and at all. Like, how many different ways do we need to see the, like, the portrayal of the monster isn't really the monster until we create him? Like, it's just like, like that's been still, done so many I don't, times. You can still do, do it. It just wasn't good. No, it wasn't. Like, I'm glad to not have to worry about this. They're doubling their order for next year. It's I mean, eight which, episodes instead of four. It's popular, so good I on mean, them. It's, it's only just, 90 minutes for yeah. the whole season, I think. So That's what I thought I was going to be able to finish yesterday, but I was no, like, nope. Yeah, I have no desire to ever like, go this back. Is, I'm, I'm good. Let's talk about the other show we started that night, though. All right. Friends from College. Yeah. Did I you watch this? the first episode. How'd you like it? It wasn't as cringy as you guys said it was. I was more. Not the, I I never thought it was that bad. I was more uncomfortable at the prospect of things being revealed than I was the situations they were put in. Um, like everything that happened in terms of like them meeting Billy Eichner's character um, and the whole like ball grabbing thing. Like none of that was cringy in terms of being an awkward situation. I was just like living out of fear of the affair being revealed. Um, I actually stopped Welcome watching the season. Yeah, I watched about two <laughs> uh, up until about two minutes left in the first episode, and then I wanted to go watch Valerian. So I was like, "Oh, I'm, I don't think I'll ever come back to this." And then I got back the next, like that night, and I finished it. And like, yeah, nothing is revealed yet. But I love this show. Do you? It's great. Too. Full spoilers for this, by the way. I didn't hate the first episode, but I'll probably not go back to it unless it's. I like, think it, I it's only eight thirty-minute episodes. I yeah. laughed a lot. Yeah, so I almost want to go watch it again, A, because it's so short, and B, because I definitely didn't find it as funny, it seems, as you guys did. I did not find it funny, but I, like, very rarely, like, watching lost me, it. Like, me know. and Chuck together, I mean, because always when you were with your friends, like, your guy friends, sure. you laugh a lot more. But even by myself, I found myself just laughing a lot. Yeah, I mean, that one episode with, <laughs> with Fred Savage and uh, Keegan Michael Key is, are playing tennis. It's that the funniest scene of the year. It's so awesome. Were they were they're grunting? They, yeah, and yeah. they're serious about it. They try to like someone this lady's like, excuse me, and they're like, No, it helps us focus. Like they're being for real about it. It sounds like you're taking a shit. I don't I don't make that sound when I poop. Kiko Michael Key is doing the high pitch like eh? like every time he hits it and then Fred Savage just keeps going. Ugh. <laughs> Every time. And so after she brings it up, it's like, it sounds like you've taken 3,000 shits today, and they start bouncing a ball on a racket. Just, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. God. That's in the premiere, I think. 
No. That, ep- that? Yeah. No. no. That really? was in it must preview. have been in another preview that I saw then. Okay. Yeah, because it's like halfway through that. Or it's, through this it's like show, three or yeah. four. Yeah. Yeah. Up, up. God, there's a lot, there's of, a lot of flies here. in here. Um, <laughs> oh, and none of them are in my... <laughs> in my belly. <laughs> in my uh, yeah, I thought this show was hysterical. Now, it is not the comedy... Did you finish that it I, out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This isn't the comedy I thought it would be. Um, there's a lot of kind of drama going on. Yeah, there's a lot more drama than I thought there would be. Critics don't really enjoy this. And I think there is just a lot. They're kind of shitty people. Oh, yeah. And there's not a lot of redeeming qualities about them outside of the the fact that they're funny. Yeah, they're very Seinfeld-y. You know who wound up being one of the the best characters, like the truest character, is her husband. Like the the douchebag. Oh, my God, his face. Oh, yeah, when they're at at the the dinner dinner. party. (laughs) And she's like, no one's one's here about that. And he's like... (laughs) Yeah, because like she shuts him up at her own table, yeah. at his own table. Oh, shit. That guy um, winds up being like he really goes he's all a out. Good for dad her. that loves her. Yeah. yeah, goes all out for her fortieth and all that kind of stuff. Um, and she is boning. Yeah, she Keegan. is. It is. She, she doesn't get railed like Colby Smolders does, though. No, yeah, she does. Holy uh, shit! She fucked that guy's dick off, is what he says. That's a quote. <laughs> that guy's quote. hysterical in that show, by the way. Man, his, he's he's got to fix his teeth, man. It's distracting. <laughs> it's so distracting. The uh, guy with the fucked up teeth. The, the blonde one. guy? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I, I she was in Club Dread. Is this after she finds out that he's been cheating? No. Nope. Does, does she ever find out? Uh, uh nope. What? Does the, she not find out? Smolders. That, that Keegan? Yes, she does. Oh, when? At the very end. She like, tells she him. Kn- oh, she knows. He doesn't admit it, but she when she asks, she's like, "Oh, it's never said then." If yeah, she okay. it, it takes it as an implication, that's one thing. But it's he never forgives said. her very quickly when he and, finds out that she cheated, and, she, and therefore she knows because yeah. she's like, "I thought that you had been." I she's like, "I went crazy, and I thought that there was something between you two, so I did this." And she's trying to apologize, and he's and she just sees his face, and so she knows. But yeah, it's it's never verbally gotcha. revealed, but because yeah. um, she says we should take some time. Yeah, yeah the, no, the that part. Yeah, the season is them. I mean, if it's not a up. huge blow up, I might go back and finish this because some reason that was giving There's me like some horrible anxiety. You, shit there was something. Down, you, episode two, you said it was the most awkward thing ever, and I I don't I'll know have, what it was. I would, you know was me, it I'd have to watch sex it. in the car. And get called when by the, the police. Comes up, maybe. And they get like they, I mean, I remember what you're they talking get about, citations but. for uh, public fornication, and they're cheating. So they're both like trying to check the mail like repeatedly <laughs> throughout the whole next episode. That was super stressful for me. I get the same as Josh. I just like don't quit shows because of it. <laughs> yeah, like for me, um, I, I get like the other show embarrassed by show. proxy. Yeah, yeah, the other show that we're going to talk about was way worse, and I couldn't. I, I'm not going to be able to finish it, despite how much I wanted to. There's no um, way that Glow is more awkward than. Oh, this it, w- show. it was a hundred times more awkward. In the oh yeah, for me, I'm I'm with you. Glow has um, its awkward moments, but nothing like that. I find it very interesting, Billy Eichner being the quiet one, in in that role. Maybe God, the that wine changes. Episode. But it's very interesting. I've decided to try and like you people. <laughs> uh, I mean, the consultation with uh, with the the family or with the pair um, about whether or not they can have kids, and then not being able to tell when he's joking or not. I thought that shit was hysterical. <laughs> it's really amazing. Really he's like, "Don't get a massage. Don't get in a hot and, tub." And they're, and they're like. like uh, what do we do? <laughs> he's like, that was a joke. Some people are. It was said I was too businesslike on a comedy. Yeah, he's card. like, don't wear speedos. This is over now. <laughs> that whole scene. I love this show. It it might be a top three comedy for me this year. It's really good. I'm gonna have to get another shot. Um, let's go ahead and talk about Glow. You mentioned that this show's awesome. Yeah, I it almost is. didn't finish the first episode. Really? Dude, it was painful how awkward it is. I she, mean, she is definitely awkward. I think I, there are more awkward moments than maybe you're. 
Given it, I don't. I do think that better that uh, friends from college does have more. It feels like to me, there's more gravity to friends from college because it's shit that might actually happen. It is. There's way there's more. The, this the shit and glow is not gonna happen. Her like monologue, like thing in the rings, or, or the, I, I do agree that I was skipped like. It. <laughs> I had to skip it. I skipped ahead like two minutes because I couldn't finish it. All right, Allison. Josh had his time. Let's talk about how fucking great this shit is. <laughs> it, it's fucking great. It is indeed. Um, it's one of my favorite like debut seasons like it's just, ever. Allison Brie is great. In she this. is. Uh, everybody's great in this. Uh, Mark so Maron is. I was gonna say awesome. she is. Incredible. She is in second place though. So I was about to say to Mark Maron. That guy's incredible. He is man. also playing Mark Maron. He really is. <laughs> just a <laughs> shitty dude, but that's really funny. Just man. like a very pedantic like. Fucking talk. Like, he just talks down to everybody. Yeah, he's so Him much talking better. To his daughter. Pretentious. Like, yeah, I. Oh, dude. That is who Mark Maron is. But he, but he tries to bring he's attention. Likeable. He's like, you'll be dropped. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, it's awkward I was as like, shit. Oh my god. Yeah, that was super awkward. Um, <laughs> but no, like this show is one of those. The shows whole cast of characters is yeah, really well, good. And it gets every episode gets better. Like. There's never an episode where I'm like, oh, like this wasn't as good as the last one. Every episode was better than the last until the end. It was fucking awesome. You didn't like the end? No, I'm saying like oh, yeah. all the way from, through. Yeah, from through one to end. ten, every episode is better than the last. Um, yeah, I really I I love wrestling. I I, I am a right. uh, I, I have no shame the fact that I, I watch wrestling all the time. Uh, so that also helped with this. I like I even like a lot of indie wrestling and it, that helped throughout this. Not only is the show great, there's a bunch of like, indie wrestlers I recognize that are like, yeah, that's why I want to watch it. Like, uh, John Morrison was great in the first episode. Yeah, he's in it. Kazarian's in it later. Uh, See, that hurts it. I, I keep saying Kazarian. I'm sorry. I don't mean Kazarian. Uh, uh, Christopher Daniels. Okay. The better of the two. God, do you like? You, you <laughs> couldn't get more far apart from each other. Uh, there's uh, Alex Riley's in it, and he, Ari, uh, has sex with uh, the blonde girl. Uh, what's her name? American. Oh, Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell, that's yeah. it. Yeah. God, she's got big boobs. She does have large boobs. Awesome. <laughs> They're so nice. Oh, uh, the Good job. By the way, if you're watching. Like, man, the the uh, when they finally shoot glow in the final episode it's so good it's awesome man like, like i'm like this is like it. this feels like real you know but that the uh, they throw the beer at the uh, the girl that's part of the taliban yeah, those redneck like super redneck fans i'm like that happens at yeah. like those at these house yep. shows that people do the, man all the stuff with um the girl who's like Comes from like a family of wrestlers. I forget her. The, the big Machu girl. Pichu. Yeah, yeah, Machu Picchu. Her, her yeah. real wrestling name is Mount Fiji. They couldn't use all of the wrestling names from Glow. From actual Glow. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, like that moment where her family's like in the audience or whatever. And like, yeah, and he's like, you can do One it. of her yeah. brothers is Brodus Clay. God damn it. <laughs> God. But yeah, her dad's that out there. That kind of like, puts me on. out on it. You can do it. You oh, got it, this. He's great. That, that scene, that's the other scene that like sticks source. out to me is when <gasps> she takes um, Allison Brie and that and, is a great episode. Yeah, when they, over when, the house and like they're like learning everything. When Liberty Bell gets oh, sold on wrestling, yeah. it is a great one. Man, the uh, the montage when they're yeah. learning the uh, the off the ropes like cross body block thing in the yep. air was awesome because it's got that super cheesy '80s song in it that was on Transformers the movie. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> then like Mark Maron doing the. Th Surprise twist at the end where, yeah. like, the food stamp, the welfare lady, queen, yeah, welfare queen comes out and beats Liberty Bell. She's like, What the fuck? He's like, 
Yep. You guys had your thing. I've got mine. God, it's. I love yep. this show. It's really, really good. I can't wait for the second season, which I think it already got renewed. I'm pretty good. sure it did. And if it didn't, it will. Um, yeah. I actually wouldn't be surprised if that gets nominated at next year's Emmys because it wasn't eligible for this year. Uh, let's talk Bates Motel. All right. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. All right. Let's jump right into it. I want to know what you guys think about the end. We can talk about everything Full spoilers. else. Full spoilers. Yes. What do you think about the end? I actually really like it. I didn't. <laughs> we, at me all. and Chuck have talked about this a little Tell bit. Tell me why. Like, privately. Because I, I was. I know they didn't come out and say this is a like a prequel to the thing or if it was or was not an alternate reality, but they didn't say that either. And so when it came up to that part, I really wanted to see his mother kill Marion in the shower. And it didn't happen that way. It was a dude in the shower and it wasn't it was just Norman. It wasn't his mom. I was super disappointed by that. Yeah, for me, so Obviously, like I've talked to you, Evan, like the whole time the show's all five years the show's been on. I'm like, well, the second I like finish the last episode of the show, I'm gonna watch Psycho for the first time, because uh, we all assumed Did obviously I didn't. You don't uh, have to. Yeah, I'm still going to, but it, it kind of like threw I me thought everything off. was gonna lead up to Psycho. I never thought they were, like they went through Psycho through the end of Psycho. Yeah, they basically like this is like even beyond actually. Essentially, yeah, like alternate universe shit. Like instead of being the end, and because like that was so unexpected, I spent five years thinking it was not going to be that. It was almost like a pleasant surprise for me. I was like, oh, like this was fucking unexpected and kind of cool. See, from an outsider's perspective, um, I am on Chuck's side. It feels like sh- changing it for shock value more than it does for substance. Like, literally every part of that famous scene has been changed. It wasn't Norma. It was Norman. It wasn't a female. It wasn't a woman. It was a man. Like, it just seems like they were like, we're going to do this completely alternate, like, literally 180-degree turn on this whole thing. I haven't seen it. I, mean, I haven't th- seen those any two things of are that changed, show, yeah. really. So. I, I, of course, I haven't That's seen the movie. That's a big so. deal. I'm going to – I mean, I'm probably the biggest psycho fan here. It's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Uh, You're definitely the biggest. Like, At least, I mean – over me for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I saw it at a theater with Janet Lee there. That was cool. That is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> want me to drink I, I just love yeah. Fox in Atlanta. I, I fucking love me some Alfred Hitchcock movies in general. Uh, right. Psycho is one of my favorites. I've been struggling with the final season because of this. Like, I was super in, and then that happened, and man, it just kind of hit. And I've been trying to, like, separate it. I'm like, it's a TV show. It can be different, and did it can. You a little pulled out? Yeah, I really did. Like, it hit me hard. I was like, when he didn't kill her, I was like, what? And I was like, okay. And then he killed her, uh, the douchebag that she right. had been Loomis. sleeping with. Yeah. And I was like, <sighs> I had trouble with And I get from the story. But even from the story in the show, like, Norman's problems come from, like, his sexual, like, hidden sexual frustration and his problems with sexuality and women. And, like... I get that, like, in the show, like, his mom told him to do it, like, in his head, his other personality, Mm -hmm. but she takes over, like, his whole, nothing would trigger him about a man being a douche, like, and being a bad husband. He only ever killed when a woman was being too sexual towards Norman, and his mom took over. That that was his first actual murder, like, as his own personality, and it was just... A guy because it bothered me. It just didn't make sense to the story that they had built for me. It just seemed out of character for him. I I still love the show, and I still it was thrilling where they went from there. Like in the show, you know, the cop 
it comes and he's being investigated and finally you know they have the shootout a uh, shootout in, in the house and you know, norman dies but um they went beyond that i kept thinking romero was going to come in you know after that and it was going to be romero and him and but instead he goes to jail for murder he kind of gets found out which was satisfying in the show aspect because like He's getting caught for a lot of the murders they had done. Nowhere near all of them. Yeah, and, Nor- uh, and Norma's like the big smart person. She's going to get out. Yeah, Norma takes over for the first time, like for a while. Mm-hmm. And like his scene with Emma, when she realizes that it's not Norman talking to her, it's his Norma personality. Right. Like all of that was really good because there's amazing acting on this show. I, mm-hmm. I like Emma a lot too. Uh, I was really scared about Dylan the whole time, and then I thought he was gonna die, and I was like, "Please don't die." Dylan's the best I character in the show. Guy. I loved him so much, and like the whole time, I was a little pissed because of how they were making Emma be towards him, and I was like, "He didn't do anything." I get that he didn't want to tell you like your mom might be dead, but that's not even what she got mad about. She was mad that Norman killed her, and I'm like, Norman, he didn't introduce Norman into your life. Norman introduced. You to your husband at that point. Yeah. I'm like, he didn't do anything. Yeah, her rationale po- for being upset at him. It really was pointless drama. It it really bothered me bad. Now, like when you get away from that, and like Romero had escaped, which was kind of a weird side story of him. Yeah, it was. I liked the skip forward two years. It was smart for the story, mm-hmm. but Romero <laughs> escaping from jail and then coming back after Norman, like it was weird. But I enjoyed his vendetta. And when he gets Norman kidnapped out of jail, it was. Really good, predictable yeah. what was going to happen. Yeah, but Norma's body is just sitting up in the mountains, and he takes him to him. But that was a cool little scene. Um, I also thought the how Chick met his end was also pretty awesome. It was great. <laughs> it was great, but Chick was the most fucking pointless character to any show this year. I'm like, you served no purpose. That's fair to I an mean, extent. Yeah, I, I mean, I enjoy, I enjoyed watching him. So to that end, like he was not pointless. But yeah, to the, in, in terms of to consequence me, to the story, I agree. That's the white linebacker from Remember the Titans. See, I know him as side? dude from yes, Sons of Anarchy. Side. Strong side. <laughs> really? Yeah, How that's that, that guy. <laughs> How about that? Um, Gary Bertier? Yes, Gary Bertier. Uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. So I think maybe the end didn't, or not the end, but you know what I mean, like the... The last half? Yeah, the last half. The, the, the changes maybe didn't bother me as much because I haven't seen Psycho. Maybe. Oh, yeah. It definitely affected me because I'd seen Psycho. Yeah, like which, I had no context. Because that made me kind of analyze changed. it. And then it made me kind of realize deeper that, like, Norma, Norman had no motivation for killing this guy because everything they've established is his murderous is when he becomes his mother because a woman has become too sexual towards Norman. Right. And made him feel feelings. That's it. fair. I got, that just didn't. That analysis did not take place in my head. But Dylan forced to kill him there at the end was kind of poetic. And Dylan survived, I like that a so lot, yeah. okay with that. And he does get back with him in the end, which made yeah. me, again, I was like, why did we have to go through her being a bitch out of nowhere? She's always yeah. been so understanding. Uh, so there was problems with the final season, but, man, I still love that fucking show. It ended when it should have. Uh, I give it that. It shouldn't have gone on anymore. Yeah. So, uh, uh, But overall, that's a hell of a five years. Uh, I enjoyed it though. Yeah, I'm I'm super happy. I stuck with that show for the last five years. Uh, and finally, of the TV, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Yes. Man, thoughts? I think we have differing opinions here too, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, I need to go back and watch it again. I um, I first and foremost, I'm a huge Breaking Bad fan. I love Better Call Saul, like almost every single aspect of that show. I just love. It is one of the best shot TV shows that's airing right now. It may um, be the best. The cinematography in the show is stupid good. Yeah, it's it is really, really good. It, it is and the best on television. 
without a doubt. Network television or no? With like, in I think Fargo and also Legion because it's the same people are close because they it's just shot really well. I think and, those and are I the agree they're close, compare. but to me, yeah, but it probably I would in terms probably of specifically cinematography, yeah, it's awesome. Um, but uh, to me, the, there's there's been two halves of the show for the most part every single year. It's everything happened with Jimmy slash Saul, and, and then Mike happened with Mike. Right. This year's Mike side story or half was lacking severely to me. Even though it brought in Gus and there was a lot more, um, you know, with uh, the Salamancas. Uh, mm-hmm. I really like Nacho's kind of part and love everything. Uh, that Michael Mando, I, I really love that guy. He's a great actor. Um, and I'm glad that he's getting a little bit of notoriety. You know, he's in Spider-Man and yeah. all that now. So. Yeah. Um, but, like, everything with Jimmy and Chuck and, uh, God, what's the girl's name? Kim. 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 God, Kim is awesome. She's a good actress. It's yeah, the best it's ever been. Yeah. To, to me, this is my favorite season. Same uh, here. For the reason that I, this is a show about Jimmy slash Saul, and Mike has been the star for the first two seasons. Jimmy's been great, and Chuck's been great, and all that, and Kim's been pretty good. This is by far her best season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um but Mike has overshadowed him because he's been so good. Yeah. And I get that he took a little bit of a backseat. Still good, but did take a bit of a backseat because he was a vehicle to get Gus into the story. Right. Which I didn't know. Uh, Gus is awesome. Like you yeah, yeah. hadn't seen Psycho. Character. I haven't seen Breaking Bad, really. I've seen a little bit. Um, so I actually like that. It gives me kind of a fresh perspective on this, I feel. Um but I've never been more. This is the first time that Jimmy's story mattered more to me than Mike. And God, I loved it. The courtroom scene when he takes down it Chuck was fucking. Is, might be my awesome. the best scene on TV this year. It was awesome, man. And, God, and I remember. Scared. I was freaking out when it happened. Like texting you guys about that, about how much of a dick Chuck is, and that one yep. particular. I moment. knew it had to be that moment you're talking oh, about. Jesus Christ! What it a was, piece of shit. He is the biggest piece of shit. Um, and I. I the the season ends up again spoilers where he like you think purposely he's dead? no no he he lights his house on fire I don't think he's dead at all and I think Jimmy's going to want burned and Jimmy has to take care of him yep man I hope that's not true but you're probably oh right. no that's totally what's going to happen now that I, now that you say it like that's because <laughs> Jimmy's just got a good heart man and he is being forced into the persona that is Saul Goodman yeah he's uh, yeah, we saw Saul Chuck. for the first time this finally. year finally and it was great it was so good he's man when he's like fake like tripped on those things oh god my bad he's all slipping Jimmy again yep, they're slipping Jimmy god man I loved all that stuff when he was like trying to make the or like sell the commercial slots or whatever all that stuff was great. Here, G- so Jimmy's kind of just a screw-up. He's kind of a piece of shit, but he's also got a wonderful heart. Yeah, he's a good guy he who makes awful decisions. Awful decisions. Uh, and that isn't always on the right side of the law, but he is a good person. Like, he has a – he's suspended for a year, but he's coming back, and he has a great business established. He's elder law. He is the go-to for that whole area. He's set for life. He's never going to be rich, but he's going to be well off, never have to worry. God, and he, he burns it to the ground because he can't stand that he hurt the feelings and ruined the life of one very old lady. And God. he burns it to the ground just to fix that. Yep. Man, I felt so bad for that lady during all of that. I'm like, it was man, so hard yeah. to watch. I was like, but then you also felt but bad I didn't for want Jimmy, Jimmy when to he, burn it down, yeah. man. When he like ruins the whole thing, I was like, God damn it, man. Yep. Like it's not worth it. Man, I'll tell you one thing. That uh, lady's gonna die soon. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> all those people. Uh, when Kim gets in the automobile accident, it scared the shit out of me. Oh, yep. my God. Out of God. nowhere. They still, th- but they actually did. They set it up. There was a, at least once, if not two other times, where, like, they would do that, like, very quick, uh, like, jump to black, and then to, like, a later scene where, like, basically they were showing her falling asleep. Yeah. I thought it was super clever. Yeah, they oh, said yeah. that um, for a while. Brittany was watching it with me and was not paying attention, really. And so when that crash happened, it scared the shit out of her. Yeah. She was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Um, and and it's super fast. I mean, it's just... Yeah, it's crazy. As someone that doesn't watch, uh, didn't watch uh, Breaking Bad, I get that Gus was probably better in that, but man, I loved him. I just love that a- a- actor. Yeah, he's awesome. Giancarlo... Esposito. Esposito. Yeah. He's good, man. Um, he, You get to see more of a badassery, Brutal, I yeah. guess, uh, in Breaking Bad. It's leading up to that in this. He's like quiet badass, badassery. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like the cool, really calm, really like... Good. I like it, It's kind of how he yeah. always is in, like, everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's fair. Kind of yeah, revolution. Revolution so good. You guys mentioned Nacho. That, Nacho! What, Nacho? Outside, of, uh, <laughs> outside of the courtroom thing, I yeah, think my favorite part of the season is him learning how to, like, palm those pill bo- that pill bottle. And throw it in the jacket? Dude, it was the most tense-ass it shit was ever. I was tense. sweating. It was awesome. Because I was about this... I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, Nacho isn't in Breaking Bad. He's going to die. See, and th- I love that because I don't know that shit. So I was like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Max is back. So, yeah, at some point, something's going to happen. So many flies. Yeah. So at some point, something's going to happen to Nacho. Either he's going to have yeah. to go into witness relocation or he's going to have he to gonna die. die. <laughs> he's going to die, probably. I bet it's going to be uh, Tuco. Tuco's going to come back from prison and just murder the shit out of him. Forgot about Tuco. Yeah, Tuco is a crazy motherfucker, and he <laughs> in every scene of Breaking Bad and the show, he is. Yeah, that crazy. dude isn't gonna die in this in this show. Yeah, Tuco Tuco's gonna make it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Now something might happen to Kim, but I think that her and Jimmy will probably just split. He's eventually gonna ruin that. He's too. gonna do something. Yeah, to fuck He's that a, up. He destroys everything in his life. Yep. He's gonna destroy. That's what he that. does. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, movies. God, Max really does have a side piece, doesn't he? I'm telling you, that's where he's going every show. I, mean, wh- I don't want to see that poor bitch. Yeah, n- nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to see it. But I'm telling you, he disappears for like an hour and a half every week now. Gotta get his rocks off, man. I mean, he's got to. Movies. Talk about the big sick. Yeah, I want to see this. M- um, like my. No, too. I've been um, wanting to see it for yep. a while. I was really excited to see this movie, and it blew away all my expectations. Like I don't want to overhype it in any way. Um, but to me, the big sick goes down as like the most honest and genuine um, real life story and uh, romantic comedy that I, I may have ever seen. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, this is <laughs> true Josh fashion. I don't want to overhype it. I mean, like, but I'm it's the greatest it. thing ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I mean, I have you to be honest. You. No, I have to be honest though. Like, so this is the um, you know based on the true life story of uh, Kumail Nanjiani and him basically uh, meeting his wife. Um, there are two very different halves to this movie. The first half is just a very sweet uh, boy meets girl situation in which like you kind of see the beginnings of this relationship. You know, Camille plays himself, you know, full name Camille Nanjiani. Um, his wife is somebody who is at one of his shows and kind of heckles him as he is learning to do stand up. His, um, his roommate is Kurt Brawler, not playing himself, but playing a different character, which he's really funny in this. Um, and it's just kind of this really sweet story of the budding of their relationship. Um, things kind of fall apart 
toward the middle for them. They, they, I mean, spoilers, but it's in the preview. They break up um, basically because he is too afraid to tell his uh, Pakistani parents that he doesn't want to do the arranged marriage thing, that he wants to, um, you know, be his own person. He refuses to do that, and she obviously says there's no future for us. Uh, and then you come to find out that she gets very ill, like terminally ill, falls into um, a state where she has to be put into a medical coma. And the entire second half of the movie is him not only trying to be there for this woman that clearly he loves, but she does not feel that same way currently, and being the guy that his her parents hate because she tells them everything. And gotcha. her, her parents are played by Holly Hunter and Ray Romano, and they're absolutely amazing in this movie. I don't like Holly Hunter, but nope. she stole, like, flat out stole the show. She's hilarious. She is abrasive in the best possible way. There's a fantastic character arc between both of them. It's It just, it really feels honest. And Ray Romano, this is the only time I'll ever say this probably, but he is a great actor in this Isn't movie. he getting a little buzz for this? He's, they're both getting buzzed they're for this. She started a little bit. I, I don't know if this is something that'll stick around Come award it's season, early for award season, but yeah, it, it's. I I personally feel like, it, especially based on what we've seen so far, I think it's a crime if both of them, and technically, if Kumail doesn't get nominated too. I mean, um, Emily or whoever plays his wife, I can't remember her name anymore. She is whatever. She looks like Mary, by the way. Yeah, no, there's that's part of it. There's even like, <laughs> there's even like. Some like high school photos of her that emerged that remind me of some older pictures I've seen of Mary as well, and like that definitely like kind of tugged at the heartstrings for me a little bit. But just in general, like it's just a it's such a well told and honest story. Like I can't wait to watch it again. Like I, uh, Mary and I went and saw a movie this weekend. It was Wonder Woman for the third time for me, but she hadn't seen it yet. But like I was kind of secretly wanting to like push her toward the big Down. sick instead. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Holy fuck, man. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> um, but no, I definitely suggest if you like any sort of romantic comedy or you just like, you know. Um, good movies? It, yeah, good movies and great I just acting. just like that guy. Yeah. Camille, what's his name? Camille, yeah. I mean, Camille is fantastic. Camille and Johnny. He, man, there, there is a scene Johnny. about three quarters of the way through this movie that like would be his Oscar role, like his his like clip they play. Um, it's it's fantastic. I like It's so good. What, one of my three favorite movies of the year without question. What about Valerian? Oh, okay. Is it one of the other three? I love this movie. Shocker. <laughs> so it is way less Fifth Element than I was expecting it that to be. That bodes well for me. It, I mean, it, so <laughs> Luke Besson has a style, right? Like, you just can't get Douche. away... <laughs> you just can't get away from Luke Besson's style. I will agree with the critics on this movie in terms of, unfortunately, the two leads Are can't shitty actors. sell emotion to save their life. Like... The whole Dane movie. Dane is whatever. He like he doesn't do emotions well. Cara Delevingne, she sucks. Like whatever cast actors. this movie needs to be fired. There are there are moments where there is clearly supposed to be some sort of dire feelings between the two of them. Like there's a running joke or a plot throughout the movie of him like at the very beginning he asks her to marry him. They don't they're not in a relationship or anything, but he keeps bringing it up the entire time. But yes, the movie does not do a good job in selling you why she would ever eventually say yes to this. One review um, from like a trusted reviewer said, I mean the visuals are great in this and the world building oh is supposedly really cool too. Some of the and best they were like I've if you could seen. just take out all the talking, this movie would be really good. So I mean I will spoil the first five or ten minutes of this movie. No. For, for me, like it's one of the coolest scenes I've seen in a very long time. So first of all, it's set to Space Oddity, um, David Bowie. Yeah. So 
Like it I've is, heard the opening is amazing. The opening is fantastic. So it is literally just like you see the ISS, you see the like the first footage of people boarding the ISS, and it just follows the path over hundreds of years of us building and adding on to the Inter International Space Station. Mm. Um, and it like eventually it breaks into this just montage of the people who are aboard the space station greeting new alien races as they fly their ship up to the space station. They become part of the International Space Station to the point where eventually it is too heavy and it is too large a mass that is getting sucked into Earth's gravity, so we have to push it out into this spatial slipstream and basically send it away from Earth. Would you say and they push it real good? Shut up. This is... Pu -pu -pu -push it. <laughs> so that is what the city of a thousand planets is. It is our International Space Station that has just been added on to over four to eight hundred years, and all of these species now live in different quadrants in that world. Right. And it's super fucking cool. And it's some of the best visuals I've ever seen. Yeah, he does good visuals. Um, like, it, it is... Again, it doesn't have the same type of quirk. It definitely has characters that will remind you of the fifth element. Fifth element sucks, by um, the way. But, like, for me, it was more of a, of a fun adventure and less of a, like, heady sci-fi movie the way that, that Fifth Element wanted. There's no love is the fifth element moment, just so you know. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Stop me, Mugging. I, like, the acting sucks. Whatever. I enjoyed the shit out this of one, every moment. God, what is love in this movie, then, if not the Fifth, one fifth Element? One review said that they're, they're like, <coughs> the I crutch. couldn't get over the fact that Cara Delevingne looks exactly like Dane DeHaan if he had a sex change. <laughs> oh, became, shit. That's really close. And, it's very, and they're like, it became creepy for me, and I couldn't fucking watch it. <laughs> uh, it's the, true, though. The I will say that. shock anybody. What? Herbie Hancock is in this movie. He doesn't do the soundtrack. What? He is in this movie. I'm looking right at it. You were laughing at. Yes. And rightfully so. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, no, I like enjoyed every second that I was watching this movie. I, I get that it's not going to be anywhere near anybody's top ten. <laughs> Um, I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I could be totally yeah. wrong about this. Like, I the 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 complaints that it is a narrative mess. I don't really get. Like, I feel like it I does. Heard that. Yeah. It does take some dalliances toward the end, where it's just like, I mean, maybe they didn't need to go this deep into the side plot, but I feel like everything served the plot well enough. Everything served um, the beam, Josh. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. God, I can't wait. Yep. Um, <laughs> but no, like, I I legitimately just truly enjoyed my time watching this movie. All right, I'm glad for you. I mean, I know you wanted to see it, and just, I. I I'm going to watch it. I would love to see it in movie theaters because I feel it's one to be better in it's a theater. It's definitely better. I wish I'd gonna. seen it in 2D, not 3D. Um, the fact that I was able to enjoy this despite the world's most awful couple behind me that just wanted to comment on the whole fucking Everything movie. Everything that's the worst. Oh, my God. Because I got to say, if I get to go this weekend, I think I'm going to go see Atomic Blonde probably that's, over that. I'm stoked for that movie. That's I want to see it. It looks good. I watched a training video. Like, remember it they released awesome. training videos like uh, uh, Counter Reeves for John Wick? Yeah, her, they did I've one for her, her too, and it's, it's really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that movie. I, not as much as I am for a new John Wick or anything, but like, I'm really excited. After for John it. Wick two, I'm more excited for this than I have John. Wick you guys 3. are crazy on your oh, your hatred of John. I don't, Wick. I don't hate it. I wouldn't say I hate it. I, I was just, just very disappointed. I was okay. disappointed. It's never talked about on this podcast unless it's from me with any sort of positivity. I just say I was disappointed. It's still like one of my more disappointing movies of the year, despite the fact that I still think it was a good movie. And for me, it's the still action in my top scenes 10. were awesome. The like, story was stupid. To me, yeah. it's still in my top ten. I thought the story in this one was way better than the first one. <laughs> really? No way. Oh yeah. I, I and I love the here. first one, but for me, like dog the revenge. motivation for everything yeah, in this was vengeance. less ridiculous than the dog dying thing. And I like we talked about Even it in the beginning someone of the show. Who doesn't like get why people oh, love dog. pets. I understood his motivation <laughs> in the first movie. And I did he too. I just happened to believe it more in this one. All right, Chuck, 
Yo, let's talk about some Dunkirk. Okay. Oh, you. Are you guys gonna spoil oh, stuff? Sure. I guess there's really not much to spoil it's in this. It's history, dude. <laughs> I don't know what happens. We won the war. Do you know? I don't know if it happened before like England six prevails. hours ago. I don't have a fucking clue. I don't understand why America exists. <laughs> what are you gonna remember? I don't know who won the Civil War. What? What are you gonna remember? I don't know. Apostrophes, man. <laughs> See, I don't remember that until just now. Jesus. Uh, what'd you think? I love this movie. Son of a bitch. Uh, it's so good. It, I haven't been that tense throughout the entire course of a movie. From fucking minute one. And like at the end of that movie, and I was walking out like I was sore, like all over, because I I realized I was like clinching. I needed my body like a so Xanax. Man, this <laughs> movie. Send me that good. message when you read over Game of Thrones. Yeah, I was like, I can't. I was like, I'm struggling. <laughs> so like. Quick, the the criticism that I'm hearing in this movie, because I mean, some critics absolutely love it, and some think that it's like a really great, intense war movie that has flaws. Um, the criticisms I'm hearing are that it is all action, it's all tension, and it's not really in service of any sort of plot. Did you feel that in any way? The plot itself is the war to yeah, me, and, and it's the, a, the small stories that happen inside of a larger. But the like, way they I, tell okay, the so story is incredible. I think what people might be saying is there's no like character development, like it's not needed like at all. This like, is also happens over the course of a day. Yeah, this movie is going to win or be nominated for several Academy Awards. I'll just say that right now. Like, it's just that type. I'm of guessing movie. sound is in there. More uh, than uh, oh, hell yeah. I think, and I, think, editing. I think this will probably. <laughs> I, I think you this, only get one. <laughs> I think this has a real shot at a Best Picture nomination. I think, I think it's got a shot at director. I think it's got a shot at cinematography. And one of, if not both, of the sound. Because it is visceral sitting in the theater listening to the sounds of war you know, around you. Dude, when they were inside of that um, that beach My boat. God. It is, I'm like, I was like, <laughs> I know it. Man, God, it was so cool. Um, but yet... No acting awards will come from this because it's too spread out. It, yeah, it so I bet there's not a lot of dialogue, too. There's not. There, there really isn't. Uh, Tom Hardy barely says anything throughout the whole he, movie. This is fine one of the plane. This is one of the best I've ever seen him do anything in. It's awesome. He's really good without saying a whole when lot. When he does talk, can you understand him? Yes, you can. He's British. Uh, <laughs> like He just is himself in this. See, that's I mean, it still worries me a little bit. Like I'm going to give this movie its fair shot, but it does worry me because I do favor plot over action a lot of the times, even it's though I love action. But action really it's just like i mean i don't know like the the way you're describing it it was kind of my fear when i started to hear some of the critics reviews but let's put it this way there's not like you know how the last like half hour to 45 minutes of uh, hacksaw ridge was just like a constant battle there is not a scene like that in okay. here it's just a constant tenseness that something like that may happen there's a lot of build up uh to situations that may wind up being like that but there's not like a 30 minute fight scene. It's not when they say all action, it's not like that. Okay. It's it's tenseness that's broken up with action scenes that yeah, last for 5 minutes. Yeah, cuz for the most part it is so. also reviewed. It's at a 94 on Metacritic. No, yeah, right I now. mean it's it's getting like high scores Coming but like Coming soon, I know gave yeah. it a 10 out of 10. Like it's doing w and it's the best movie I've seen this year. D Logan's still my favorite. This is the best movie I've seen this best year. Best made. Uh then let me I I, it's kind of a spoiler, but not really, because I think knowing it right away will help you understand right away better what the because the way they tell the story, there are three parts and there's three timelines going on, and you see how they begin to intertwine over the course of the movie. Uh, it comes up and like it'll it's on the beach and it says one and it says one week, which means this is taking place one week from where the movie is going to end up. Two, 
Two is Mark Rylance's character, who, if there is a nomination, it would probably be him. I've heard Great. a lot of good things. Um, uh, who he's one of the civilians that are called upon uh, to uh, requisition their boat, and instead of letting the Navy take his boat, he ta- him and his son and his son's friend take their own boat, and they say it's their duty. We're going to go over there and get our boys. Yeah. Um, and that is one <laughs> that is one week out, or excuse me, uh, one day out. And then it cuts to Tom Hardy and his squadron in the air, and it says three. Uh, it says one hour out and you will see stuff happening in Tom Hardy. Like it's in the background. It's clearly not focused on that, but it's shot in such a good way that you notice it. And then maybe 30 minutes later, you're going to see a scene that, Oh shit, that's what was happening. It like, that's cool, man. It's so well fucking put together. There is not one wasted scene in that whole movie. It's one of the best shot movies I've seen in a long time. Uh, This is like the first movie this year that I have missed on the opening weekend and been like legitimately fucking upset about it's it. It's top three Nolan for me, easy. Like I, I fucking. And that's high praise. It's, like no one's had very few misses for me. me. But there, you, there's some definite draws from Memento uh, that mm-hmm. you know wrapped in a war movie. Um, as far as like playing with time and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's really, really well done. Kenneth Branagh was also really good in this movie. Kenneth uh, Branagh is good in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and then Jarvis from uh, uh, Agent yeah, Carter. Yeah, from Agent He's Carter. I was like, like yeah, Jarvis. <laughs> when the opening scene is uh, them like on their way to the beach, they're in uh, they're in Dunkirk in the town, and it's like soldiers like looking up, like young boys, and there's flyers raining down from the air, and this is a propaganda drop from Nazi planes, and it's a map, and it shows the Nazi army surrounding like the area that they've been pushed <laughs> back like to, and you? it says you, and it's like, and you are like immediately like. Oh shit! Yeah, and then there's just arrows crazy. like for directions from all around every single country. The and gunfire, yeah. and you never unclench your ass for the <laughs> next hour and forty five minutes because you. Oh, it's only like, an hour forty five. It's his shortest movie. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, everything um, about this movie is great. I guess for me, the thing that like I already wasn't super stoked on because I I actually think. Nolan, while has made some good movies, he's one of the more overrated directors in Hollywood I th- for me. Oh, I, man, said I, in my vi- I said in my video, I think he'd had a mediocre run for the past two because his last two were Dark Knight R- Rises and Interstellar. Yeah, and, and, and admittedly, I, those I are the only two. don't like And it's left movies. a bad taste in some people's mouth, I- including mine. I don't, I'm not as down on I'm actually higher than a lot on Dark Knight those Rises. only two misses, though. Unless I've missed a Nolan movie, I'm not thinking of. So but. outside of the initial shock value of watching it and the appreciation of the craft, I don't find Memento to be that entertaining oh, a movie. God, it's so good. Um, uh, for me, his Inception's best movie. number one, and Prestige is high up there, For too. me, Prestige is his best I, I movie. I haven't seen Prestige. Followed by Batman Begins, then Inception, and then, well, no, then Dark Knight, then Inception. But outside of those four movies, I don't really have much love for his his. That's... So he's done six or he's seven done now. Insomnia, which is is okay. Insomnia is a good movie. Um, Insomnia like, is a good movie. Like it's Memento yeah. is also one of the best directed movies I've ever seen. Like, yeah. Again, the craft is amazing, but I just I think oftentimes the craft gets in his own way. Like it it, it and a lot of times what is sacrificed is the entertainment value of the movie. And I don't think it happens okay. in this. I, I'm I'm excited. It's, it to being an hour forty five like, like, works yeah. in its favor. I, I, I like that. Like, some movies I want to no be long. Yeah, I truly don't think there's a wasted scene in this whole movie. Like, like when those dudes are swimming away from that sunken battleship through the oil, I was like, oh, shit. Yes. And go, it, go, go, yes, go. Yes, it it's so good, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued to see it, but, yeah, I just have not been as excited as I thought I would be. That is the coming, most like, unlucky person ever, too. Yeah, he is. Like, every time you're like, oh, shit, okay, good. That guy said, oh, shit, no. And the kid from One Swim. Direction, uh, Harry. I heard he's really good. He's very good. 
Well, who does he do? Uh, he is the guy they meet up with. Like the main, I guess if there's a main character, it's the kid on the beach. Uh-huh. It's the guy that he meets up with uh, <coughs> that is inside that boat. Is like, we got to kill him. Oh, yeah. That. So it's the guy they rescued from the uh, the sinking medical ship before it crushed him yes. against the... Okay. Yes. And no one came oh, out. he is good. Yeah, That's the really guy good. from One Direction? Yeah, Harry yeah. Styles. Like, no one compared casting him to casting Heath Ledger, like, as uh, the controversy that could surround it, but, you know, finding the right person for the role God, type he thing. was good, man. Um, he was really good. Surprise, great actor, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I, I can't him. stress enough, like, how good this movie is. So. It's also incredibly difficult to act a lot of times um, and be convincing without saying anything, and there's, there's a, a lot, lot of that, that in There's this. so and much. And it is... The emotions... And tenseness is conveyed so much. God, I cannot get over the hull of that boat, that beat ship. It's also, the co-pilot that fly that oh, yeah. flies with Tom Hardy, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's great. I yeah. thought he was good too. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll move on because uh, Lord knows we've got a long show. Uh, but yeah, that <laughs> yeah, we have. Go see that. Uh, and then finally. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Saw that movie. Yeah, I want to save the one that we've all seen uh, for last. I think we're kind of split on this in a way, right? Like, Really? I don't, I don't know where everybody stands. I really, I tried to ignore everything y'all were talking about because okay. I saw it last. Um, you loved Chuck it. Uh, yeah, I fucking loved it. I loved it. But I want to feel like somebody else said they didn't love Chuck it. Chuck just said I don't think it was his favorite of the three. It's not. It's my second favorite. Okay. Yeah. It's my okay. second favorite, too. I, I think it is a I think best Dawn, made movie of the three. Dawn is much more entertaining. See, I just think Dawn's better all around. Really? Uh, while this isn't bad, I just thought Dawn was an easily better movie. So, the more I think about it, I'm actually kind of leaning in your guys' direction. Oh, see, for me, if, if there's one to compete with this, it's Rise, not Dawn for me. Even though I just right. watched They're all Dawn. fucking awesome. Oh, I, yeah. I, I actually probably have this ranked third out of them as well. Really? Like, for me, it's either this or Rise and then Dawn. And that's not saying anything bad about Dawn. I watched Dawn, like, just a day before I saw this and was, again, reminded how awesome that movie is and how great Toby Kebbell is and how great, um, obviously, Andy Serkis is. Um, an interesting, like, theme for these movies is just leaving the human characters behind every time, which I think is cool. Um, I like the intimate aspect of this movie. I liked um, the evolution of these ape characters. Um, you know, obviously Caesar becoming far more articulate, becoming much more of like the planner and the figure, but also not being able to control his emotions. And I thought that what they did tug at the heartstrings with, you know, his his family, um, spoilers, obviously, uh, for this, but like the the fact that his family was killed, the fact that it was just this maniacal Woody Harrelson character, um, like I, I thought that they did it all incredibly effectively. I I was very drawn in by the betrayals that happened. Um, like I, pretty much every aspect of how they told this story, because it wasn't as bombastic as I was expecting it to be. Um, I I ended up it was really a more quiet being, than yeah. I would I wanted there to be more war in the war for the Planet of the Apes. There really wasn't. The title is a bit the, misleading. The, the, of the Apes, yeah. like they fought back once, really. Yeah. At the very beginning, I really kind of wanted to see some them being badasses. And I understand. I didn't need it all because I like what they are. Showing that that's not what they want. They don't want them to be like this war race. But they are being attacked. I wanted to see them put up a fight and like because they can do some really cool things with that. And you like. Because of the title, I thought I was going to get that, and I really didn't. And I also have never said this before. Woody Harrelson was the worst part of this movie to me. I did not think he was good. I agree. Really? I agree with that. I didn't 100%. think he was fantastic, but I thought he was good. Yeah, the I was going to say, I wouldn't call him the best the, part of the movie. The best but villain in this movie was still Koba. Yeah, like the ghost <laughs> yeah. of Koba. So, um, thoughts on Bad Ape? Bad Ape was awesome. I loved him. 
Do you guys know who played him? Yeah. It, it ruined it a little bit for me. I oh, no idea God, who it is. Shut I up. liked it pretty well. I didn't uh, like I think know it was who it great, is, but I can't but remember. It's now. Steve Zahn. Oh, yeah. Well, I was that, like, oh, damn that it. explains why he's not. It wasn't like amazing for me, but he was fine. I mean, he's, it was he's good. It was been good. in things that I can yeah, no. say are okay, but he's a good, shitty uh, dude. Comic relief. That's about right. Yeah. <laughs> it's lasted a lot longer than normal. Uh, it was good comic relief to yeah. break up a lot of the slower I, moments. They, there was a few spots I was like, His design all right, let's cut away from him. But was a little weird. Like I, I didn't know what was he supposed to be old? Was he supposed to be strung out? Like he looked clearly different from everybody else in a way that was a little bit like. Distracting, but actually, I thought he was. Also, we have to remember, relief. he was one of the very few that was raised entirely in a zoo, like yeah. his entire life. I, was, I, I thought it, I thought it was good comic relief. Um, like I thought that he had his role to play and he played it well. Um, you know, I didn't recognize it as Steve's on until I read it after the fact. I was very glad the orangutan didn't die. Uh, uh, Maurice. Maurice, I was gonna be really mad. If Maurice it's not died. Maurice really is so awesome. I don't think because his face is so round. But I don't know, dude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we now, know who you were talking about. Thoughts on the twist, so to speak, the motivation behind Woody Harrelson's character, the uh, sort of the, 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 the primitive, de-evolution. yeah, the, the de-evolution of humanity. It was okay. I mean, I, I, I it was cheesy take it or leave it for me. So it, in terms of like it, it kind of plays into the yeah. Original. So in terms of it being motivation for Woody Harrelson's character, it was whatever. Um, it, for me, as a, and this is kind of goes back trilogy, to Base Motel. Yeah, yeah. So the original, tr- the original point of the Apes movie, movie yeah. from the from '68, the idea like the humans are all basically like it's a role they're, reversal, yeah, right? So humans can't talk. They're primitive. Like they live in the jungle. They're captured and studied, basically just like you know chim- uh, chimps are now. So they test um, out makeup on them and shit. They do. It's big cosmetics, shampoo, all sorts of yeah. shit. Um, We're good at that. <laughs> But um, anyway, so yeah, this was clearly kind of the beginning of that happening. Right. Um, and so I thought that was really cool. Um, Very interesting. I like the little girl. Uh, I, I oh, yeah, yeah, I did too. That was uh, um, with them. Interestingly, at the same time, though, Matt Reeves has gone on record after this movie comes out saying that he's not necessarily leading to the original story. They go back and forth on that. Yeah. He, they, when, it, when the first one came out, they said that w- it wasn't, then they said that it was. I'll say that. Isn't Cornelius like the main guy in the original Trilogies, yeah. The the main yeah. Cornelius that's his, Yeah, that's his uh, Caesar's littlest son, the one that lives. Is yeah. Now, and I, you know, I would imagine that, like, as far into the future as um, it's the original Planet of the Apes yeah, takes, yeah. it's probably his. You know, Cornelius in the '68 movie is probably his great 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 grandson or something. But and, I mean, the, the it, it's cool family that, name. Yeah, family name kind of thing totally sets it up. The naming of the little like girl, C- you know. um, which I thought was a nice throwback as well. Um, I can't remember all of a sudden Nova. the character. Uh, Nova. Nova. Thank you. Yeah. Which is the, the name of the, the main. Ma- female lead in the original Planet of the Apes. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. was hot. Uh, like, yeah, she's all right. Really? Man, no, she was. I will say Matt Reeves is very good at telling the story where monkeys can make you very emotional. Like, there's a lot of legit good emotional, like, yes. sad moments where you feel bad. Every time. It also goes to the mocap acting in that, Mocap too. acting is great yeah. because, like, their faces convey anguish and stuff very well. Uh, Every yeah. time Cornelius was reaching for Caesar and couldn't Father, get to it, like, it, yeah. it broke me. It was very sad. Yeah. Overall, yeah, I like this movie, and don't get me wrong, but I was a little disappointed. Um, yeah, I agree with you that the title, I also came out of it going like, huh, there wasn't there as was much war in this as I thought there would be. I was really hoping. struggle, and it was a, it was a war internally. Like, 
But when, it wasn't when you can tell that uh, when Caesar was talking bombastic, to the word of the day, I don't know why yeah, I was well, a lot. Uh, when Caesar's talking to Woody Harrelson, he's like, I heard you know soldiers are coming from the north to finish this off, and you could tell like something was up with that because Woody's like, what do you think about that? Uh, I was like, please let it be like an army of apes from the north, and like they're terrified of them, and I was like, they're gonna join up with them. That would be, that didn't cross my mind, but that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, I was like, come on, war, it's happening, and then it was just more humans. I was like, fuck, I like it. They, they kind of bothered me. Uh, I overall, I really like that good point. I still really like this movie. Uh, it's the mo cap like it's there's no better it's yeah. a bummer that it's not going to ever get the recognition for like the groundbreaking this these three movies have been absolutely fucking groundbreaking absolutely in in like mocap and in just like digital like design i was man. just really expected because dawn ended up in my top 10 three years ago mm-hmm. i i would be shocked Snuck if this ended in my top 10 and push some things lower than they need to be. i would be shocked if this ended in my top 10 for the year it has a chance for me just because of my love for apes but again i would like not be shocked if it just yeah it just wasn't as good as I wanted to be but while still a very quality movie God yeah it was really fucking good just to be clear <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah like I have been very hard trying not to uh, disparage again I've been yeah, this is a very good movie uh, I was just uh, the title just misled me so bad and there's a few choices I didn't love but I can get past that I mean not to push us too much longer because I know we've already had a long show the I mean, longest and we have one to go some people mm-hmm. have really taken issue with the ending. The decision. I don't love it. Like really? you're talking about Caesar dying. Yeah. I mean, oh, what else do you get? Like, just I wanted him just the lead. Like I don't think there's any like outrageous thing of it because I don't think there's any established thing that he has to live past right. that. I just didn't think it mattered that he died there. They he still has a son, so we could do more movies. Yeah, I just it felt kind of a cheap thing, kind of at the end to be like. He doesn't make it, but I mean at the same time that's their story. They want to tell it, and it's not a big enough deal for me to be like, fuck that. You yeah. Know? It didn't bother me. I, I also would have been perfectly fine with like Caesar giving some kind of big like hopeful speech at the end, and that's you know, and cutting to credits. That would have been fine too, but this certainly think, didn't bother me. I mean, do you think we get a fourth one? This one did underperform in a way, and it seems yeah, it, like Matt it came Reed out a crowded, on. good summer. It came out in a um, bad, at a bad time. It did really well in its opening weekend, as far as what they. Uh, had, proje- had higher. Well, it still did. I mean, it did as well as Rise. It still did over fifty million, which for what this yeah. movie is is very good. But yeah, it overall is going to underperform for what they thought while still making a profit. Yeah. But and Reeves is clearly moving on. At least you know, if Reeves in is some fashion, on if for a trilogy of Batman, he's not doing the next one. No, but I can. This this trilogy. He did do Rise critically. Though, I don't remember. I think he just did Dawn in this one. I think did, you may be right. Did Vaughn do Rise? I, I, some, it was definitely somebody known who did Rise. Either way, like Come this did it. well enough critically and financially that I can see the studio wanting to do more. I would be totally fine with that if Andy Serkis is on board. I can see Andy Serkis um, directing it, actually. That would not be uh, you know, bad at all. But um, It depends on what his debut is like. That's is. fair. I guess we don't know how he directs, but the I just like that guy. Everything again. <laughs> Either way, I would be on for more of these. I would like them to push it. Like way farther into the future, honestly, and like I'd like to Rupert see some Wyatt. stuff. That's right. Like He's several thousand years in the future with this tech, though. My phone's would be cool. Done That's as fair. much as it can at this point. That's fair. Kristen had the the end of this movie spoiled for her, by the way. Oh, for oh, real? Yeah. yeah. Like somebody Those that damn she dirty apes, <laughs> right? Like somebody she works with, like older ladies. Um, like hey, I went and saw. Doesn't uh, understand how spoilers work. Right. Well, she, it's exactly what happens. Like I went and saw War of the Planet of the Apes, and Chris's like, "Oh wow, I can't wait to see that movie." He's like, "Yeah, I was pretty upset that Caesar died." 
Like, damn. I hate that. Like, like immediately. Get, like, you don't get and it Krista, or whatever, I, like, I was like, did you, like, murder her or at least just slap the shit out of her old ass? <laughs> and she's like, no, she's too nice. I'm like, fuck that. She's not nice. She spoiled one of your favorite series of movies. Man, Rupert Wyatt did Rise and then didn't get a lot of work after that. He's done TV. Which is a shame. Rise is a great movie. He did Turn, Washington Spies on AMC and The Exorcist from this year on Fox. Yeah, The Gambler, though. Work. Gambler's okay. Enjoy. All right. We have done a very long show. Yeah, we, we had a lot to a cover. And guess what? If you want to go see some, uh, hear us talk about uh, the... Uh, San Diego Comic-Con trailers, we're going to have that up for you as well. Uh, we had to do that on a separate show, otherwise this would be four hours long. Yep. Uh, but that's going to c- do it for this show. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching YouTube. Make sure to like this video. Uh, make sure to comment down below about anything we've talked about. We'll try to get back with you. And most of all, subscribe. We need subscriptions. Indeed. Uh, also, like rate us. Uh, rating is a huge thing, actually, in terms of like visibility on podcasting, if, on especially iTunes. on iTunes. Uh, if you rate five stars, like that, that gets us more visibility yeah. than almost anything. Yeah, and if you're a podcast listener, hey, we're on SoundCloud now. Or we will be by the time this comes out, hopefully. Yeah. SoundCloud.com so, yeah, if you're watching slash on FFA. Facebook, you know, don't do that. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll be there. Uh, so on everything you can conceivably think of, follow Free For All. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Free For All podcast. Hey, we just wrapped up another incredibly mediocre show. But if you somehow miraculously stomached any of that, go check out our mostly empty site at freeforgeeks.com. That's free, the number four, geeks.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes and make sure you rate us as well. Five stars. There's some Android apps too, probably, so do some legwork and figure it out. But you can also follow the show on Twitter and Periscope at that. FFA Podcast and us individually at Trey Elliott 22 at Eastwaff. What F, motherfucker? At FFA Josh and at Chuck Nally. You can also check us out on Facebook. Lastly, but certainly not least, send any suggestions for discussion topics to podcast at freeforgeeks.com. We crave feedback, but rarely get any, so send us some, please. Anywho, thanks a lot, and we'll see you next week.